Talk Recorded live. Hi, uh, welcome to another interview in the call. Um, the conversation has already started. Uh, I just want to just pick up from where we are right now. Uh, we're having a conversation about our targeting and how, you know, it has affected us in a certain way and how there are certain tools that we can use to fight back. Uh, particularly in this call, I do want to talk about the community-based harassment, the community-based psychological harassment, which is something that they use against the targets, right, to discredit the target because when you're targeted psychologically in ways by your neighbors, by people out the street, you know, it's very easy for targets to go and say, well, you know, I'm targeted by everyone, right? And that right there in itself is something that they'll label you as being paranoid or stuff like that, but it's not, you're not paranoid at all. They didn't know exactly what they're doing. And so as a target, you have to be able to uh, keep your composure and understand what's really going on and the level of uh, you know, I wouldn't say secrecy, but the level of people not speaking up because uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, participate in it. They agree with what's being done, and so they participate in it. And some people do it, you know, for their own, uh, uh, their own motives, right? Particularly a lot of people close to the target uh, do it for their own motive, for their own gain. And so you have to, as a target, you also have to have that in your back of your mind. And so you've got to be aware, right? You know, um, at the beginning of your targeting, you know, you will probably become paranoid because, you know, it's something that's happened. Uh, you know, the more serious because of the, the level and the effectiveness of the psychological conditioning. And when as you, uh, as you get targeted more and more, and the more you know, the more information that you absorb about what's happening, you know, you, you begin to become fully aware, fully aware. Not also about your talk, but how society is conditioned as a whole, how people are conditioned to behave a certain way. And, you know, you really get like a, you really get a, a proper insight in how subliminal messages work, uh, how uh, psychological conditions uh, work and you know you just like you're you're like Neo in the Matrix. You become awakened to what's really going on and how you can apply it to a lot of stuff that's happening. And you know you're not you're you're no longer um, a brainless zombie, right? So you're you're able for a lot of times to see how the manipulation is occurring, particularly through the news media. Um, for me, instance, when I watch certain things that's happening, and you know, you pay attention to what is being said. Whereas most people, when they watch the news, they don't really pay attention to what's being said. Okay, a lot of stuff that's being done bypass their conscious state, and they, they, you know, they don't get a full understanding, the full grasp. Uh, that's why you have a lot of people out there who record the news. They record everything these <laughs> news broadcasters say because a lot of things are being thrown out there in a subliminal way <laughs> Excuse me, to where people just don't, you know, they don't quite understand. All right? Um, I'll give you an example. Early on in my target, and I was watching the Fox News, and I never really... Um, 
watch Fox News, but we're watching Fox News, and in the bottom of the screen, there's a text that says something about uh, coming up, uh, they're going to talk about something that was happening, right? And I watched the entire segment of that Fox News, and they never brought it up. Even when the broadcaster said, coming up next, they're going to talk about this particular incident. It happens to do with somebody getting killed, right? But when they came back, it was like, oh, we never said that, right? They, didn't, they never got into it. So, again, when they, when, when they throw stuff like that out there, it's, it's subliminal in a way, right? And maybe that's the reason why they have me watching Fox News because it goes a subliminal shot at me. But, um, again, that's why people, a lot of people, okay, end up taping the news because a lot of stuff that happened on the news, you know, are false information that are being given out there. And it's being done purposely. And it's part of the conditioning of society as a whole. And so, you know, you, you, get, you, you get to see things like that. You, you look at things more in depth. You're not, you know, when you hear something, you're not so quick to believe it, right? Because you know there's always two sides to a story that, you know, it could be fake, it could be still fake. So you're not easily, you're no longer easily manipulated, right, as a, as a target. Once you become to that level of consciousness and that level of awareness, because of what you've experienced. And sometimes it, it, you know, it takes years, or if you, you know, on, and which is what I see happening now is that a lot of targets who are finally realizing what's happening, particularly those that are new, who have been going through this for a year or two, understand way more so than I ever understood. And I've been in this program for like going on what, uh, 14 years now, right? Possibly longer, and that's just me being aware. 14 years, whereas, you know, not being aware could be another two, three, four, five years, you know? Well, there's more There's more information out here now. Right, there's a are, lot more information. You know, right. There's a lot more information. And that's, I mean, that's you know, that's, yeah. that's, that's why in the beginning when I used to do my show, they were so adamant about me not doing my show, right? So if you remember, they used to do all kinds of stuff. They used to uh, drop me from my calls. They used to, uh, you know, disconnect my internet. They used to do a whole host of stuff. Uh, on talk show, uh, shows used to be listed, all right? If you go to talk show in the live now page, our uh, shows used to be listed. So if I, if I, you know, schedule my show for tonight, 11, all through the day on Tuesday, you would see my show at the top, right? Nigel having a show tonight, okay? They got rid of that. So all the TIs who have shows on talk show were no longer um was short in the live now page. And I noticed that when that started happening, the number of people coming on my calls dropped significantly, right? And that's because, again, you know, they try to hide. You know, it's like we are their dirty little secret, you know? So they try to hide their dirty little secret of what they've done to us and what they continue to do to us. And well, it's, so, I mean, not, not even, I mean, not, not just dirty little secrets. This is, this is a, a, a Nazi-type agenda that, you know, people don't really understand. I mean, I know people you don't understand, understand what's going what, on, listen, but people what, don't what, really what, understand the magnitude. And they the don't. They don't understand what, because again, exactly again, happened. and you said this to me. You said this whole thing of time, you know, how they used to use that security thing. So again, you know what what the government has learned and what they understand is that they can always use the security threat, threat to society, threat to whatever, threat to a particular group, threat to this and that, and people will most likely participate in 
the subjugation, the violence uh, of those individual or groups of people, right? Right. And so they so they know this. So it's always you know they always use that whether it be um, you know national security as a reason. They always use that to also to hide what it is that they're doing, right? So when they do anything illegal, they always mask it on the national security. Because once it's on the national security, you're no longer allowed to ask any questions. You go before a judge, they say, you know what, this is a matter of national security. That's it. Right. You know? And, you know, sometimes we're lucky to where certain judges, certain judges will say, you know, well, if it's a matter of national security, right, that you say it's a matter of national security, then why is it that the information is already out there? So even, with, even when the information is already out there, they will still claim it's a matter of national security to keep it out of the hands of, you know, the credible news sources that tell the truth and that, you know, um, you know, read the uh, narrative that the government set, right? And so, you know, for instance, um, you know, people look at the New York Times as, as a credible newspaper, which I don't look at the New York Times as a credible newspaper because, again, a lot of the writers from the New York Times are paid by the CIA to write whatever stories the CIA wants them to write, the government wants them to write. Okay, uh, I, I listen to, I read the, the Washington Post, right, which has been tremendous in terms of outing uh, government uh, corruption, right, and uh, the Huffington Post, okay, which is very critical of um, the government in terms of the programs that they have, you know, tried to hide, and also the Guardian, which is a, a UK newspaper. Um, which Glenn uh, Greenwald used to work for, and now I read Glenn uh, Greenwald. They have their own website now, their own news website called um, what's the name of it? Uh, the Intercept. Okay, and so those are the news sources that I go to because I know whenever I go onto those sites, I'm getting credible information. Right, there isn't some information that's planted by the government, right? Um, you know, I'm sure you you know you know what happened in California in the San Bernardino shooting when uh, the witnesses, some witnesses were on the news saying that you know there were three white male in military gear, right? All of a sudden they said, okay, it's these it's these Muslim individuals, right? And then, on top of that, in an unprecedented move, right, the FBI allow the uh, allow news reporters into the house, right? Now, this is supposed to be, you know, if you're if you're investigating an act of terrorism, right, you don't let people into the complex or the apartment or the house which the terrorists were in, right, to basically, uh, you know, tamper. Uh, maybe destroy or whatever evidence that might have been there, right? But in an unprecedented move, the FBI allows news reporters into the house. Now, why would they do this? Why would they do this? And then you had the witnesses who claimed that it just happened, the shooting occurred when three white males, right, with having arms did this, okay? And then the next day, right, the next day, they had 
all the information about these two individuals, right, the husband and wife that committed the shooting, right? And every day when you go online and you look for videos on the witnesses that were interviewed, that's what that meant, they were all gone. They were all gone, okay? Now, again, <laughs> when you look at the news, right, you look at how many, we look at four flag uh, events that have happened and that are still happening, you know, they can stay some shit to make it look however way they want it to look. Okay? I'm not, saying, yeah, that I mean, people, that's, that's I'm not saying that the people didn't get killed or what had to I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that the witnesses who were saying, who could be saying that, okay, this person did it, I and mean, then you have other witnesses that were saying, well, there were three heavily armed white males, right? Then all of a sudden, you can't find those videos anymore. You have to question the truthfulness of what the news is reported. You have to. Okay? And so we all know with the amount of money, the stage of the Hollywood type of, you know, <laughs> effects that a lot of stuff could be um, happening. You know, particularly, uh, you know, there's this particular girl on, and she's on a lot of Facebook uh, men, you know, where there's pictures of her at the Boston bombing, there's pictures of her. And the Boston, Boston bombing, you all know, was created by the FBI. Okay, they this is how they radicalize uh, certain groups of people because they want to set an agenda from the government. Okay, and so a lot of people again you have you also understand you know you, you kind of see things in a different light as opposed to everybody else. Everybody else is so quick to believe the government, the government that has lied, the government that has uh, basically uh, created the same enemy that they claim to be fighting right now. Okay, they've created. They created the, the Taliban. They created Al Qaeda, and they created ISIS. Okay, this is the same government. All right, and you have pictures of Condoleezza Rice standing next to uh, Osama bin Laden. Right. Okay, so you have uh, George uh, W. Bush sitting with the Taliban, inviting the Taliban to the White House. Okay. I mean, yeah, I mean yeah, they, they created they you, created, everybody they, else. Yeah. And, they they, yeah, they, they I mean, created the Taliban to fight, to, to, to fight yeah. the Russians, right? Yeah. They created uh, al-Qaeda when they first invaded Iraq, right? right. And, now, and, then, and, then, and they created ISIS to fight Assad, right? And so they, they're, they're always arming the opposition, but the opposition are extremists who, when they do get in power, then they turn around and they use the same weapons, the same training to go out and kill Americans, to go out and kill any Westerners or what have you. So, again, you know, and people really want to sit there and, and be like, you know, oh, those people are terrorists? No, our government is their own terrorists. They created these people. Right? They created those people. Yeah, I mean, of course. So, you know, when I, when I look at, when I look at, you know, some of my own experience as far as, so for example, um, you know, being engaged to a girl who mother was a head, was a head nurse at 
Brooklyn Detention Center, and then, you know, all of a sudden, you know, she is the deputy commissioner of corrections. I'm like, where is her, you know what I'm saying, where is her, um, her qualification? She, you know, she's never been a prison well, guard yeah. or it's, a prison it's, it's warden who, it's and, it's who you, it's, and all this kind of stuff. It's like, it's what they, get, what, what they get out of participating, right? what they get out of knowing the knowledge based of what is going on. And so they put them in this right. position so that they, so they can't speak up. Or we think she's going to speak out against them because, you know, she'll lose her high-paying job. She'll lose that, that status that she has. And people right. in this society are conditioned for status and money. But, right? but what I'm saying, though, so, it's like it's a, it's a totally different, you know, she went to school for psychology. You know, she was a social worker. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I said, her mother, um, I'm going to say uh, Evelyn Saunders, who's been in the Brooklyn you know, detention for a very long time as a head nurse. You know, how does her mm-hmm. daughter go from being a social worker, right? I know she wrote a book. Yeah. How does she go from that to being deputy commissioner of corrections? Yeah. And, yeah. and never, and never, you know, just think about the amount of years you have people in, in the correction um, mm-hmm. department who have been there so long and, you know, how, you know, how is it that she's, Deputy Commissioner. I mean, so yeah. long. Yeah, well, you know, the, people, the reason why a lot of them participate in this is because of, you know, it's good for their career, I guess. You know? Yeah, but I mean, you, you know, it's, it's that, not yeah. even, you know, it's you know? not, I'm just saying, though. It's just, it's just, I'm not just saying. It's not odd, you know, like I said, our. It's not. I mean, it's odd in the sense of, you know, if I if I were to explain, you know, how we met, you know what I'm saying, like that, that's even odd. Yeah, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> like, you know, my brother is, remember this girl, is. and all of a sudden, all of a sudden I'm sitting down somewhere, and this girl walks past, and she walks up to me, and we start talking, and he goes, he comes by like a, a couple of hours later, and he says, oh, yeah, this is the girl I was telling you about. <laughs> like, yeah. Seriously. Like that's just that that just doesn't that just doesn't happen like that. It it well it is it's planned. I mean it's apparently it did. But you know, there's some finagling behind the scenes that allowed that to happen. Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. One of the other things I'm gonna say too is that, you know, when you're when you're a you yeah, know, I mean, I'm just saying though, because every I I, yeah, I keep seeing uh, people that look like her, like look like Evelyn a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because what it, what, what it, yeah, because they try to what it is is that they use it, they use it as a tool to you know try to send some type of threat, you know, of using them, you know, to, uh, to say that you know, well, they're they're part of you know um, our cult. You know, because you know a lot of these people are do cultist I mean, behavior. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, one what is one thing to send somebody subliminal messages. It's another thing to mind control somebody. It's another thing to purposely infect someone with 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 cancer or HIV or herpes or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but the, and, the government, and to, the government to get has been doing this for decades. The government has been doing this for decades. 
I know, I know, I know, and they are sick. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we are the modern day victims of these kind of experiments, just like how and and that's people and that's what I'm trying to right. And that's what I try to put. But the difference is that you know the information is so vast now about what they've done in the past and what they've continued to do, you know, so that but. You know what they what they have done is that they've created a whole psychological program based on discrediting those exact people who, who are us, right? Uh, to try to discredit us from Not ever just black people, uh, any anybody. Who, who's, yeah, who's, yep. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's you know. That's, that's just the way. But that's you know. That, and I, again, again, you know, as a as a as a target. You know, you, what you have to learn to do is that is learn, learn to survive it, learn to fight back in, you know, whatever small way you can and to let them know that you're not afraid. Because one of the things that they were trying to yeah, do, and they tried to, and one, one thing that they were trying to do, and they tried to do this with me too, is try to send me some little message that it, being afraid and, you know, um, that if I'm afraid, nothing's going to happen to me. Well, I'm not afraid. And, you know, whatever that they're doing, you know, behind the scenes, some of it may have affected me. But, you know, I'm not afraid of them, you know. And I keep saying, you know, this all the time. You know, and I say that to them, too. I say, you know, I'm like Bernie Mac, Bernie Mac, you know. Bernie Mac had the saying, he used to be like, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers, you know. Right. <laughs> that right. was Bernie Mac's thing. So right. I use that, you know. I, like, I tell my brothers, like, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers, okay. Yeah. So, you know, Yeah, because fear is something that they, they use. Share something like these, and they know share is a tool that they can use to control people, and they they've proven it time and time again. They've proven it time and time yeah, again. You make people fearful, and you're able to control them, and you're able to uh, whatever agenda that you want set, you're able to achieve that agenda. And you look what happened right, in 9/11. Right. Look what happened in 9/11. Yeah, right. The Bush administration knew they had they had intel that an attack was going to happen in the U.S. But they let it happen, and the reason why they let it happen is because they had an agenda, and that agenda. No, yeah, they yeah, wanted yeah, I mean, no, yeah, not only they knew they orchestrated. They orchestrated. Right, that, they that, want, that's listen, not listen, they, they knew they knew war was going to be a big business. Because when you look at those who profited from the war in Afghanistan and Iraq, okay, and you look at the tide between the military-industrial complex and those who are in that government at that time, and they made off like bandits, billions and billions of dollars, hundreds of billions yeah. of dollars in oh, profit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and there's still billions and billions more to be made. Yeah. Like I tell folks, you know, 9-11, 9-11 is just the, the, the precursor to um, to do exactly what, you know, what Hitler did, his mm-hmm. steps. You look at his steps to, I mean, and, and those ideas were put in Hitler's head by the wealthy yeah. Americans, yeah. by Nine, white Protestant yeah. Christians. Yeah. Right, let's go back to 9-11. 9-11, okay, if you, if, you, if you do the research, right, you go online. There was a security guard. All right, I've done right? the research. Hold on. There was a security guard who said that, they, what he, that he saw men in, in um, military uniform, right, yeah. in the basement. Loading of, trucks. Of that, right? And then what happened to that guy? He died mysteriously. Yeah, he mysteriously died. Oh yeah, so even, so were a couple of people. That, um, that interview. Yeah. Yep, and a couple of people. And, and there were other people. Yep. 
saw a truck the weeks before moving, mm-hmm. moving look like what look like gold bars. Right, you know, and then also covered and also, in, in tarps that it looked like gold right. bars. Also, also built. We talk about building. Uh, there was a building. I think it was building number seven. Right. Yeah. Because that wasn't was, hit. That that was demolished. That, that was all of a sudden that all of a sudden went down. Right. No, no plane yeah. ran into that. Um, flew into that building, and nothing right. like that. And that building was demolished. And the reason why it was demolished is because that building had a direct pathway into the the World Trade Center. Yeah, no, not only that, that building was a security hub. They held, they held all the security camera footage mm-hmm. from the World Trade Center. But I tell people, you know, they have remote sites, though. They don't just store that in one place. You know, they yeah. have other remote sites where they store those video footage. But, mm-hmm. you know, the reason... How is it that, you know, like I said, if people want to, to get the real news about the United States, they need to read newspapers outside of the United States. They can't even read newspapers in the United States, except, like I said, you know, there's very, there are a few uh, news sites, newspapers uh, that will give you the credible information, right? If you really want to know what's going on, you know, you really have to look outside the United States to use media to get the real deal. Other than that, you know, that's why, you know, like, for instance, you know, when uh, like I said, the Guardian is one of them. Um, you know, I look at um, Al Jazeera and uh, The Intercept, you know, which is based in Brazil now because that's where uh, Glenn Greenwald is. And, um, you know, and, and, they and they continue to break new grounds in terms of whistleblowers uh, giving them information. They whistleblowers from the government giving them information. Recently, they had a group of whistleblowers who the government is now trying to, uh, you know, incarcerate. These were drone operators, right? They had they had all of their accounts seized recently, right? Because they basically blew the whistle on the drone program because they were killing innocent people. And uh, uh, you know, as a human being, if you have a conscience, you know, and you know that you're given commands. To just to to kill one person, right? But in order for you to kill that target, right, fifty to sixty other people who are totally innocent must die, right? And a lot of this, a lot of those cases, those are children, you know, women, and you know these guys. They were like, listen, we we can't do this anymore. This is this is not right. This is not right. You're telling me that you know that that you're going to bomb a whole neighborhood just to get one person, but you're killing hundreds of people just to get that one person. How is that right? How is that right? And, I, and I'm just shocked that, you know, you have a president who spoke out against these things and who are now doing these things. And, and like I said, you know, there must, there must be some information that Obama has or they have, you know, or have you, that make him say it's okay to do this, okay? Because it is utterly, utterly preposterous. And I can't see any reason why you would bomb an entire neighborhood just to kill one person, okay? Like you can't, you know, send your special ops in there to, to go ahead and, and do this. And I, I think it's the information that he's been told, right? So the information that he's been told is, is the same people who lie, who cover up, you know, their mistakes, 
on 9-11, right, and other uh, incidents that have happened since 9-11, right, these people who are within these security agencies who given, you know, information and, and advice to the President of the United States to make those decisions. Or the President said, you know what, I leave this in your hands, I trust you to make this decision, and these people are just outright, just totally, you know, disregarding any human life, you know, for anything. Look, look at, um, you know, the bombing of the hospital with doctors who are borders, right? So these are doctors who, from all over the world, go into Syria, set up or Iraq, you know, to work at a hospital, right, which treats the wounded, and they're not supposed to bomb the hospital, but because they suspect that al-Qaeda injured fighters were being treated at that hospital, they bombed the hospital, okay? They bombed the hospital, killing doctors, children, sick children, injured children, and, I mean, it is ridiculous, and again, that's the, and, you, and you understand the mentality of the people who are in these agencies, okay, you understand why and how what they're doing to us could be done. Okay, because these people have no conscience when it comes to their human life. They have no uh, conscience when it comes to uh, anyone who is outside of their circle, right? Because power corrupts. We all know that. Okay. They, 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 and they know that yeah, she's a, my daughter. You know, she kind of got to sleep and uh, she's asking her about okay, I think excuse me. But anyway, it's, it, I mean, it, it just, you know, like for me, you know, I don't, I used to say to myself, why would anybody do this? I don't say that anymore. You know, because to keep saying that over and over and over, you're just torturing yourself. Okay? You understand that people do this, that it is a part of society. And then you look at, if you if you Google gang stalking, uh, workplace mobbing in Europe, let's see that. In Europe, they had the same thing, but they were smart enough to pass laws because what was happening, they start to, when they look at the event that was taking place, they trace it right back to Hitler and what Hitler did to the German people. So you have in Switzerland, uh, you have in Holland, where they passed these anti-harassment, anti-job mobbing laws. Okay? So again, you do the research, you'll see that, you know, this is something that's not just within the United States and it just didn't happen recently. This has been going on for decades, right? And it is something that has basically woven itself into the fabric of American society where it is accepted. Okay? It is accepted. You know, it isn't an anomaly. It isn't just a few people doing this. It is a vast number. I'm not even going to say the majority, but it is a vast number of people that are doing this. And if you look at your targeted and the people who you're around, your family, your friends, or what have you, and if, if they're <clears throat> targeting you in that way, you know, you just basically got to, you know, reevaluate. Okay, I guess, 
your they feelings. They accept me being on the phone. They, they, cut, they cut the phone off. They cut my damn call off. Yeah, no. That's what, that's what they do. <clears throat> okay? That's what, that's what they do. Yeah. And so, you know, again, you know, you have to look at the people around you and just evaluate, you know, you know, your dealings with them in terms of, and even your feelings about them. You know, not to say that you can't interact with them, but you know that, but you, know that you're, you, know, you have to know that you, you're not, you know that you're not going to, um, you know, uh, you know, like you're not going to turn your back towards them without having one eye open. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, it's it's something that that you know it changes your thinking. In, in that way, and you know, it doesn't make you. Um, it, it makes you a cautious person, you know, and 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 you know, I'd say that it doesn't make you an unhappy person, but it just it it kind of makes you put your feelings in perspective and put your understanding towards people in perspective in in a way which you never really would have even think about or thought about in those in that way before, but now you have. And I've so, personally become callous behind that myself, you know, because yeah. once your trust is shot, you don't really want to mm-hmm. take a chance again, you know yeah. what I mean, because you start wondering, yeah. okay, if this person did it, and they were influenced by money or whatever possible right. thing that came down, it's just a fucked up situation because you know people mm-hmm. for years, and then you just, out of left field, they just do that, like, what the fuck was that about, you know what I mean, but yeah. that's not always necessarily the case, though. Yeah, that's how it is, and that's how it is. But you know, and for your peace of mind, like I said, and that's why you know you have to understand psychological conditioning and how people can be conditioned against each other. You know, like particularly when you look at you know I'm a, I'm a black person, and you look at how you know, and this this kind of opened my eyes to really understand how black people are conditioned towards each other in a way in which I don't think another black person can even understand. You know, like. You know, when I people say, you know, well, you know, a lot of people are like, well, you know, black people just like that. I, I say to them, you know, like, well, you know, again, you got to look at the conditioning of this group of people, you know, in a in a vast, as in a, you know, with a with some big, you know, goggles, you know, not just a tiny little speck you have in your face, because there's a, there's a, there's, there's, there's a lot that's going on, there's a lot that's been done, and there's a lot that's continuously to be done. And you see, what they like to do is like they, they like to give you the illusion that black people have it better today, which we don't. You know, but that's the illusion they give you, right? Because they see the rappers on TV, they see some black actors in the movies, something. But like just a small, a very tiny fraction of the black population in this country. Okay, but because they're on TV all the time. You make it seem like you know it's such a vast majority of people. When it's not, it's a tiny, tiny fraction. When the majority and and you know, Norm Chomsky said this best. You know, he said that the majority of black people today have it worse than the black people during the 50s and 60s. You know, particularly the black family, right? If you look at the 40s, the 50s, and 60s, you had you know uh, black men, black women with their children as were as a family unit. And then after integration, after the, the civil rights bill passed and everything, and you start to see the breakup of that family. Back then, more black people owned. Uh, let me finish. Back, back then, 
more black people own their own home. Okay, after the civil rights bill passed in the the in the thing the seventies and eighties, you saw a, a a vast majority of black home ownership decline, right? And this has all been orchestrated. Okay, from the okay, I mean, let me let me interject one second. Um, you know, don't don't forget one very important aspect of that. The Vietnam War. A lot of men joined. Those who were drafted. A lot of men joined the military because they offered a paycheck that they can send home to their to help right. support their families. A lot of these men were killed. A lot of them came back with mental disabilities. A lot of them came back with physical disabilities. Right. That's why, and then the, with, with the whole crack cocaine era now, trying to find jobs, they couldn't find jobs, so a lot of them sold, sold dope. A lot of young men went to prison, which led to a lot of young girls attending colleges and universities at a, at a higher rate than black males, right? So, you know, when you look at, you know, a lot of what we do today or what's going on with us today is not only institutionalized, but it's internalized because yes. a lot of these black women with these degrees and these great jobs are raising young women or, you know, young boys by themselves. And, um, you know, they all they remember the hard time, you know, daddy was a drunk, daddy this and daddy that. that. So, you know, there, there's, 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 there's still that bickering, that self-hate, that, um, that, that uh, projectional hate, um, you know, on each other that still that that today is it's probably more rampant now than before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and that was, again, you know, and that's why I said, you know, when I hear all about people say, you know, well, I I've made it and this and that. You haven't made it just because you might have a, a good paying job and have a nice house. You think you made it? You you made it in the sense that yeah, that's you, right? But then again, what is your mindset? What is your you know, what's your your mindset? Are you that? Are you gonna are you gonna be that strong black individual? No, you're not. A lot of them are gonna be warded down because they don't want to lose that. They don't want to lose that good job. They don't want to lose that good house. You know, that nice car. You know, so they you know they're warded. They are so warded down. Okay, whereas you know, uh, back in the sixties and seventies, you had more pridefulness. You had more you know, let's do for ourselves kind of thing. Uh, but all of that is just completely been you know eviscerated. You know, and that's well, why and, and, you know well, black people also, in this country as a whole. Let me say this: is the, the econ, you know, I, as much as we have so much economic buying power, we don't have any control of our own economics. Not not uh, businesses, schools, you know, everything, and that's the whole thing. And and you know, Marcus Garvey said it first, right? Marcus Garvey said it first that he, you know, in order to for black people to come out of the situation that they're in, they need to have their own businesses, their own schools, to, 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 to teach their children, you know, about themselves so that they can have pride. They can have that racial pride. They can have that, that ability to look at this and say, that, listen, I'm beautiful, I'm this and that. But, you know, black people today, we're more conformist. We, we want to conform and to be integrated into society that is sometimes not really accepted us and doesn't really want us integrated because at the rate that it's moving, you know, and and, and the fact that we as black people as a whole have is worse off now than from the fifties and sixties is telling. 
But you know, let's, let's get back to the to the yeah, argument. So but it, I mean, I'm just the reason why I brought that up. The reason why I brought that up is because if you look at as a whole the the targeting of one uh, group of people, right, in such a way, right, to where other groups of people look at it like you know it's okay, right? It's okay. So as a target, when we're targeting and people look at us, even our own people, even you know those that are closest and they just accept it and say it's okay then, you know, you have to think about, you know, what, what, what kind of powers are they using to get your loved ones to accept what's being done to you, right? And, and, and again, a lot of this through deception. A lot of it is through, um, you know, it, it's, it's a coercive persuasion system, type system, whereas, you know, the, for your friends and family members, those in your neighborhood are deceived, Right. Well, uh, and, and religion comes to, to be a big part well, of it. It is, it is a big part of it, yes. Yeah, well, that's I'll tell you in a second that, that, that I'll, I'll choose Christ over you in a heartbeat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's like, wow, really? Damn. Well, religion, well, is, deception. religion is deception, and that's just the way it is. Or Allah or whomever. Religion is, religion is deception. It is deception. It is a means for control, and, you know, and that's, that's what it's always been, so, you know. But it takes it takes a it takes a very open mind and a wise mind to understand that, you know. Uh, you know, you, know, you look at wealthy people. If you think wealthy people are religious, you're wrong. Okay, you're wrong because they know they, they you know they they know what religion is all about. They know how it is used to control through history and history. And the people who have been you know, if you look at uh, the, the 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 monarchs, you know, particularly in Europe and stuff like that, they use religion, right? They use religion as a way to keep themselves in power and to subjugate and to make those who they control to accept being controlled in that way is using religion. It's to give them hope that, you know, things are always going to get better when it is not getting better. And that the only how things are going to get better for them is if they die, and they will live a better life, right? It's sort of like what the the extremists do, right? So particularly the Muslim extremists, and they and they and they brainwash individuals into committing and killing themselves, right? And they use that, you know, your life will be better, you'll go to heaven, you'll meet Allah, you'll have a hundred wives, you'll have you. Their family be taken care of when they die. Their family got taken care of. Their family still living in the same hellhole that they that they uh, that that they were in, okay. And so again, you know, it is every aspect of every religion is about control. It's never about freeing the mind, but it's about accepting being dominated, accepting being you know uh, subjugated, accepting being uh, punished in such a barbaric way, and you know. Not looking at the exterior, what and the condition that you were in, but looking at yourself and blaming you, and saying, okay, you know what? Well, it isn't because you know my father couldn't find a job. That's why, you know, no matter how hard he tried, he couldn't find a job. It was just him. You know, he just, he, you know, he just he didn't try hard enough. You know, he didn't believe. You know, uh, he didn't have enough faith. He didn't have this. And he didn't have that. Right? You don't look at the external reasons, right? But they look at the religious reasons, you know, not having enough faith, you know. So when let's say things are happening, things are going good, they give all the praises to their 
you know, their, their deity without giving the praise to themselves and to the person who may have given them the opportunity and to thank that person, listen, I thank you for giving me the opportunity. No, they go and they thank the deity. They say, okay, this and that. You know, I always tell a bit about the fireman. You know, the fireman, you know, when, when he rescued that man off the, off, off the building and the man looked at him and he got his deal and he thanked God and the fireman said, I can leave your ass up there in the building. You should be thanking me. <laughs> you know? So, Again, you know that's the that's that's you know they all know that religion is a tool that they can use, and that's how a lot of the times is how they get a lot of the people in the community to target you because specifically if you're living in a in a religious community, and we as as black people in this country are very religious. Okay, not me, but the majority are very religious. They use religion. They use religion as a tool, and you can see how it affects you know uh, us as a whole from really, you know, standing up to a system that has been, you know, geared to keeping us in a certain position and basically, you know, uh, to have enforcers basically brutalizing and killing us, right, and not rising up and not say, you know what, we're going to, instead of, you know, I'm not going to go and smash the stores out next to me, but I'm going to go to Wall Street, I'm going to go to Fifth Avenue, you know, these rich people are who 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 these you know these uh, overseers of police are protecting, right? Who you know look at us like we're ants, or they can step on, they can kill, and they can get away with it. Once black people realize that, and they go over to those areas, all this shit will stop. All this shit will stop. But because again, conditioning, psychological conditioning, to people as a whole in a certain way that. They just internalize everything as and blaming themselves, or you know, looking towards uh, you know someone in the sky to come and save them when they should be the one saving themselves. You know that's the issue. And as as a target, you know, we can't sit and I hear a lot of this fellow saying, "Oh, you know, you just gotta pray, 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 pray." Yeah, but you've been praying for 15, 20 years, and you're still a target. You know, you just sitting there. You no, know, how, well, how about exposing it? Well, you know, those those things are all based on on promises that are never ever that never ever come into fruition. Um, promises of know, eternal listen, life, as, as, as promises of heaven. Listen, whether whether you're religious or not, whether you're religious or not, it's up it's up to you as the individual to explore right. what's going on because the only way exactly. that you're going to ever ever truly, you know, stop. What's going on? Or is to be is to make others aware of it, right? And to make others aware of the danger and the damage that it caused to the individual, right? So maybe right. The, maybe the, uh, the people who orchestrated these programs are saying, you know, we're here to help these people. We have, so they're not here to help us. It's a it's it's it's, it's a deceitful program. It's a dece- The goal of this program is to either total control of the individual, right? Total control of the individual to destroy the individual's life, either to have them commit suicide or to destroy their social, economic status uh, uh, in the society. To the and point they also the murder, right? Yeah, and for that, so it, it is, it is not, you know, yeah, and they tell you, right? We in the corrective persuasion program, it's not about helping any individual. It's about Destroying that individual is about controlling that individual, uh, individual. Okay, and so like I said, they will always use 
that security thing because one of the things that they like to do is, you know, when you, when you get to understand, really, you get to look back and see how you were conditioned, and you can say, you know, maybe that's the reason why I acted a certain way when it comes to a certain situation, because I've been conditioned that way, right? And so we don't internalize the conditioning as, you know, we're, we're, in terms of we're aware of it because we're not, you know? So all of a sudden, one year you might be a jolly go happy person, and then the next year, all of a sudden, you're, you know, you're thinking all these negative things that's, that's happening, what's going on. You know, you feel like you want to do negative things, but you don't view it as negative things, right? Because maybe in your mind, they're conditioning you to say, well, you know, if you, if you yell at people in the street, you're going to get money, you know? Like, for instance, if you, every time you yell at somebody, somebody bumping you and you get an argument with them, somebody comes up and take out a cash of money and start counting it in front of you, right? And and that happened to me, yeah. And it just happens all the time. This happens all the time. You start to get into that frame of mind. I say, hey, you know, if somebody right. yell at somebody, this person, maybe I'm going to get money. So I'm going to start yelling every day about it. You know what I'm saying? So, again, that's one thing from my own, my own experience and what they try, to, they try to do to me that I never fell for, you know? Um, but, I mean, you know, it, it, the, the thing is, I mean, common sense would say yelling at somebody's not going not gonna to get you money. I mean, no, no. What I'm, say, what, what I'm saying to you is that some people are conditioned that way. Some people... Some people are who, you know, I know, teams, you know, because, you know, I, listen, I didn't, I did not fall for that. Not because of common sense, it was because of a TI who basically wrote what he was experiencing as a target online. And I was just so happened to find his website and read it. So when they started doing that to me, I was already aware of what they were trying to do. So it, it, it didn't work. Okay. And, and at that time, you know, like when I went back to the site, it was offline. They they did something to it offline for for probably about a year or two, and then finally I was able to access it again. So again, you know, because that site helped me, I guess they figured it helped me. You know, help somebody else. We need to take it. We need to take it down, right? So anything that will shed light on this program and what's happening, they they will do whatever it takes to take it down. But again. You know, things are very, you know, once stuff is out there on the Internet, it's very hard to get rid of, you know. So once either somebody sees it, it will always be in that person's mind. And what a lot of people start doing now is that whenever they find pertinent information, they can download it onto their desktop, onto their computer, right? And you can have that, you know, it's not really the website, but it's like a, it's like a bookmark that you have in your computer that will go to that page that you were on. So it's very, very hard for them to get rid of, a lot of stuff that's on the internet right now, and that's why it's very difficult. And recently, um, you know, speaking to Alda, who is an OTI, uh, what they were doing to her is that they were deleting a lot of the stuff that she had done, right? So, so she used to uh, document her phone calls into the police to file complaints about the vandalizing of her car, uh, you know, uh, her, you know, her place, what have you. And she always had, I think that is where you always got to keep a record. You always got to keep a record of stuff. So when you call the cops, you know, yeah, let them know that you're hitting the conversation. You give a record of that. Did you know that they deleted every uh, piece of information on her phone about her contact with uh, the police, you know, all that stuff? You did all that stuff. But, you know, she already sees the backup copies of everything anyway, so it's good. And so what they're trying to do now is that they're trying to cover their ass because they know that they've been exposed, right? So they're trying to cover their ass. So, for instance, the North campaign on my block used to be constant, constant, 24-7 constant. Now I go on my block and I can get a good night's sleep. 
I can relay my head down that I see I'm over here <clears throat> at my kid's mother's house and the North campaign here is, is just as bad, even worse than when it was on my block. Okay? But her neighborhood is a little different. There's a lot of commercial stores and stuff like that. So a lot of the store owners are participating in the targeting because they okay, because they, they have um, they get protection from the cops and so they're not going to complain, right? So they're not going to complain, and the people in the neighborhood are not going to complain because they're all being conditioned to that, you know, to this program that, is, that it's, it's okay, you know? So I just basically have to make others aware that whenever I come over here, they start, they'll, you'll, they'll see an uptake in the amount of sirens from emergency vehicles. Sometimes it's all through the day, all through the night, right? And slowly but surely, They've been, they've been calming down. Like, for the past couple of years since I've been over here, whenever I come over here, it's been very, very heavy, hectic. I mean, a lot of it. And recently, within the past month, right, they have calmed down a bit. And I think it's because, you know, the more I make people aware of what's going on over here, right, people are becoming aware of that. And so that's when they started to, like, threaten my kids, you know, and all that stuff and using the other kids in his class, using the, using the parents of those children, telling them to beat up my son and all that stuff. And I'm like, all right, they don't want to play that game? Okay. So I started teaching him how to defend himself and, you know, basically to put a hurt, a serious hurt in any one of those kids uh, who have been beaten up on him. And I told him, he's going to send one of them home without an, eye, without an eyeball in one of their eye sockets. Right. Because I'm, I'm teaching them how to dirty fight. It ain't no yeah, fighting hands mean, they, fight. They, 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 dirty, they dirty fighters, so... Yeah, yeah. 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 I'll teach them some of the self-defense moves. You know, if you see people, you know, the reason why they won't touch me is because they don't know what to expect from me. Because the minute they, got, they get physical with me, like I said, they're going to have to kill me because I'm definitely putting them down. Right. Okay, and it's, and it's, and it's self-defense. I have every right to defend myself in any way. And even, you know, if you go on to the, um, you know, the author of that book, uh, Mind Control Language Tablet, he tells you, see, anyone is using dark, dark NLC on you, you have every right to defend yourself in any way you see fit. Okay, because it is, it is an attack on you that's worse than a physical beating. Okay, because they can get you to kill yourself. They can get you to live your life in such a negative way, right? That you, it will totally, totally destroy your life in the process. Okay, and it leaves no trace. It leaves no trace. You know, it is what is, and you know, if you know what to look for, if you know what to look for, you can understand what they did to to an individual with this uh, psychological technology, okay? And, but, you know, you have to, you have to, people have to be aware that this is what's being done, this is how it's being used, you know? But when the authorities are the ones setting the narrative, it is very, very hard, particularly when they are threatening people you know, of of their uh, economic livelihood. 
of the economic livelihood. And so, yeah, you know, they, they're going to participate. They're going to participate, you know, particularly too, if they don't want their children to be targeted themselves. Uh, they don't be, they don't be, because, you know, you have family members who are participating in your target. You have to ask yourself, well, why, why were your family members, the people who say they love you and they care for you, right, um, participate in doing this thing? Right. So it has to be a strong type of, uh, you know, um, conditioning or some serious threat going on to make them uh, participate. You know? And so, you know, for a lot of those, for those people, you know, I look at them like, you know, with um, we're not sympathy, but more disgust for the fact that, you know, that they're, they're, they're weak-minded, right? That they can't stand up to a, a system or a government or a, a force that would do this to a loved one. You know, regardless of what it is. Because I already told you, I said, you know, they can set my kids all they want. They're not going to stop me from doing my show. They're not going to stop me exposing what, you know, about what it is that they do. Because ultimately, in the end, it's going to help my kids out, you know, so that when they get older, they're going to be living in a society that's much, much more aware of what's happening and will probably lessen the chance of when they get older from being put into these type of programs like they're, like I was, and like I'm in, you know? So, again, uh, you know, they, 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 you know, what they've created within me is a person who really don't give a shit about what it is that they do, what kind of threat they send me, you know? Um, so it doesn't really you know, matters to matters to me. And also, you know, my kids are gonna be well aware of what's 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 going on. So if they're saying they're gonna they're gonna be easy targets, you know, they they they're gonna be sadly mistaken. And if they think my kid is gonna to continue to be bullied in school, they're gonna be sadly mistaken because one of these days I got through I already told the school official this. I said, when he put a serious threat in one of these kids, I said, Don't call me. Don't call me. Don't call me. And I told him, okay, if you call the police, I'm going to sue you. Because my son has every right to defend my, him, himself against anyone, okay, that is bullying him or trying to abuse him, okay? And like I said, so what I do in the afternoon when he come home from school, I told him, you know, half an hour a day, you're going to go through some self-defense techniques, okay? And that's it. I already taught my oldest. Yeah, but, you know, if, if you go to, um, also, if you go to Groupon, they have, like, these um, these uh, karate classes for kids, like, for, like, $29 for, like, uh, like three months. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, just a little Listen, 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 listen. I'm, I'm teaching him how to take somebody down in a couple of moves, okay, to the point where, like I said, you know, to the point where it ain't going to be put your hands up this guy with his new stuff. Is going to be putting them in a position where they lose an eye socket. Okay, they may have, they may get their nose split. You know that sort of thing. Nigel, and, uh, and that's it. Nigel, as a person that trains, yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, the best 
martial art to get your child in that you talking about doing all that stuff is Krav Maga. Krav Maga is an Israeli martial art, and it yeah. pretty much uses everything that's around their environment. It could be a stick, it could be a bottle, it could be a mop handle, it could be a key. Uh, I, I, I want I want the most brutal. I want listen. I want the most brutal so that when he dude when, dude when, listen, when he fights trust back, me when I fight tell back. you trust me trust me when I tell you dude you want yeah. <laughs> Krav Maga is the way to Krav Maga. Yes, okay. I look, I look, I look into that. I look into that. Yeah, there's also um, there's also a Russian guy. Um, I think I was uh, his, I'll, I'll call you tomorrow with, with his info. But this guy is phenomenal. This guy, I mean, this guy t- can can release somebody as a their handgun pointed at his face in nanoseconds. Okay, I mean that's how quick this guy is. I mean, some of the most um, the dev- he shows like some of the most deadliest moves. How to hit mm-hmm. somebody? How to mm-hmm. how to um, inca- inca- incapacitate somebody? But I mean, yeah. with little to no effort. Okay, I mean, this is it's just I, I see the information. Yeah, because listen, man, when it comes to like I said, when it comes to dealing with these people, when they get physical physical with you, you got to deal with them in the most brutal way. Okay, of course. That's that, that's the only how. That Absolutely. They're gonna have to think twice before they ever put their hands on you again. Okay, you have to deal with them in the most brutal way. Okay, and I mean brutal, and and that's my belief. And like I said, the minute that they, the minute they get physical with me, it will it will be the last time they get physical with me or anybody else. Sometimes I'm, I'm not, around I'm and not playing with them. Try to do that, man. I, I shouldn't yeah. think like yeah. that, but I just wish that they would yeah. give yeah. me a reason. Yep. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But they never do. They never no, do. They, they do the little psychological chat, how it moves that they like to do, but that's what yeah. they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you see, you see what it is with them is that they figure, you know, um, it, when they do it psychologically, it's a way that you self-destruct, right? But you know, the, the thing is that with them, the jigs have been up, right? Their 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 program has been uncovered, right? And we as targets are exposing them, okay? Now after that too, but the longer that we are in this program, that the stronger our minds become, and the more aware we become of the tactics, okay? So. So it's 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 it becomes very difficult for them to try to use the psychological aspect, uh, you know, of what they have done in the past to try to entrap you, right? Okay? So they know that it's very hard for them to do that. So you know, yeah, they 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 will what they will try to do is that they will try to set you up. They will try to like like for, like for instance, um, you know, the super in 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 this building. Okay, this is not where I live, but you know, the kids are. You know, I was picking up my son from school, and then he came back, and he was like, telling me, like, oh, don't go down south, you know. If you go down south, they'll set you up. And I was like, what? I was like, where did this conversation come from? But they'll set me up if I go down south. So I was like, I said to him, I said, listen, man, they're not going to set me up. I said, they can't. I said, they can try. I said, but they can't. You know? I told him, I was like, I was like listen, I'm not new. I'm a veteran. I told him, okay? I said, I'm a veteran. And, you know, I, I gotta say, I've been in this program long enough to, yeah, I can say I'm a veteran. And, uh, and if anything they, they can set me up, they, they can go ahead. They can go ahead, you know. They've been, they've been sending me threats for how many years now? And, um, and again, you know, like I said, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not the kind to, I'm not the kind to ever back down, and I won't. And once you confront them, you see what it is that once you confront them, you know, then they... Then you realize how much of a coward that they are. 
right? The little fucking okay. man behind the curtain and the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, the Wizard of yeah, exactly, exactly. And so okay. you know, and not to say that, not to say that you know you, you you're gonna you know you you're gonna be walking around like they can't do anything to you, but no, you know they, they 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 know that they know that if they're gonna do something to you, that you know they better plan that shit out perfect. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like they they better plan that shit out perfect because they they know that you're not gonna back down, and so yeah. they better plan that shit out perfect. And they are. Chances are these people got some of the best minds working for them. You know, oh yeah, of course. They always listen, listen, listen. You know, listen, if, you, if you're the CIA or NSA, you 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 got fucking brains, man. Yeah. But the thing is, mm-hmm. what they don't have, you know, is a lack of humility, a lack of, you know, being humane, having compassion, yeah. mm-hmm. having that, mm-hmm. you know. So where I start looking at it as, okay, you fire with fire type of thing, but yeah, what you yeah. got to also keep in mind is that if you start thinking like that all the time, yeah. it's like Gandhi said, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you start taking and living for an eye for an eye, it'll leave us all blind. So yeah. we got to also have that aspect of, okay, let me see how I might handle this in the psychological sense, which is the way right. you do it. Right, which right. Is exactly. That's, yeah. yep. And, and yeah. that's the way I tend to look at it from this point on. It's like a new way mm-hmm. of fighting, mm-hmm. like an art yeah. of war. But on a mental right. tip, mm-hmm. you know, and I love to fight. I don't know why, but that's just me. I've always been to have that alpha male in me. That's, well, I'm yeah, that's I, one of the reasons why they put me on this list. I'm pretty sure is because I keep hearing. Sorry. I've kept yeah. hearing like, like, oh, you're too aggressive. You're too aggressive. Ba 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 ba. This and that. So what the fuck you want me to do? Cut my nuts off? That's not gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to kill no, me. No, no, they'll try to cut it off for you. They don't like. That they're doing this whole homosexual agenda. Nothing against homosexuals because they have the right to live and be what they want and, and live and think however they want. What I'm saying is, don't try to take out people from the old school that still feel and think the same way and it's work for them. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But the thing is, if you ain't part of the new system, and that's what they're trying to do, they're trying to change this whole system up. You know what I'm saying? And it started back when they started locking up. You know, the men from back in the days. That's why you didn't see no men raising the children at home. And they had the gangs. Well, that's, that's, what I was, that's what I was telling them about, you know, the whole with crack cocaine. You know, I mean, the the easy easy way for, for, for young men and, and older men who weren't working and struggling to make money was to, was to sell dope. And, you know, a lot of a lot of folks got, um, got locked up. And, unfortunately, what we see here in the black community is a lot of um, a lot of women um, you know, who have or have had had better feelings towards those partners, um, you know, these young females getting pregnant so early, um, you know, we see that their their offsprings today are the ones that are mindless in a sense. Most of them. And when I say mindless I don't mean I don't mean, you know, like stupid or anything. I just mean unaware because they're so caught up in trying to attain what you know, their their mom couldn't attain uh, because their father wasn't at home or whatever the, the case may be. You know, the whole, you know, um, you know, uh, big brother in prison calling the phone, baby girl, you know, you got to go to college, you got to hold us down, you know, I, I felt blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. So, I mean, you know, we, I, I've met females like this, you know, who, who fathers were drug dealers and, you know, and, and mothers were like, oh, your father wasn't 
shit and all this kind of stuff, you know. So I see the the um, I see how they are, you know, towards men by you know just how they are towards me in a sense. I mean, a lot of them, you know, I'm I'm very different from you know from the men they meet, but still, you know, I don't have to be I don't have to be different than to notice the um, the the. the the persona towards men, um, you know, the animosity, in a sense. I mean, that, I mean, they're, they're lo- very loving women, but you know, they're they're so, um, as I say, so guarded that you know they make having a a a relationship very hard, uh, which is you know, which is it's as natural, I guess. You know, their their defense mechanism, and a lot of them will ignore a lot of the. Uh, you know, a lot of the, the 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 targeting that's going on by saying that you might have gotten cut off. Um but yeah, you know, uh, you you have to be a fighter. You have to be a fighter. You cannot let them, uh, you know, uh, just continue to treat you in a disrespectful, dehumanizing way, and 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 figure that you know you're just gonna sit sit there and take it. And that's that's you know, yeah. and that's that's how you gotta you know you gotta be. And that's my firm belief. And I think. Uh, that as a as a target over the past few years, I had to learn that. I had to learn that because of what the subliminal message they were trying to send me. And, and and what I used to do too, I used to have what is called opposite day. So I would go outside and I say, okay, whatever they try to make me believe, I'm gonna do the opposite, right? <laughs> so I used to have a lot of opposite uh, reaction to what it is that I think that they were trying to make me react. And you know, and I was just observant. And that's that's how you know like a lot of the people who used to use in my uh, targeting they no longer use because you know I know how to handle it right so right. They, so so now they have like always have these fresh targets right so it's like you know you can't use an individual anymore because I've affected I've affected that individual in such a way that that individual know that if he if he or she's gonna come at me they know what they're gonna get right and it's not just right. physical but it's a psychological fight that they know that they're not going to win. Okay? So then they would get somebody new, you know, like, when I, when I go to the gym, when I go to the gym, you know, people that use the car in here, I go and talk to them, have you, and, you know, I confront them, you know, psychologically and stuff like that. And so then they would back off, right? But then a couple of days later, there was a whole new squad in the gym to target me. And you know, I would go and I would do the same thing too. I would go up to them, talking to them, target them in the same way they target me, and 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 we go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth until one day, you know, they don't show up anymore. You know, so they, they, they if it's one thing that I know with these people is that they always have new recruits. They will always continuously get new recruits, right? And so again, it is it's, that's what I was talking. About. We're we're going to be continuing to go through this. And the only way that we can survive this in a way that is viable to our self-preservation is to psychologically defend yourself and psychologically attack them back also. Psychologically, right? Because remember, like I said, if they're not physical with you, don't get physical with them. 
You know, if they're doing the psychological harassment, you do it back to them too. You know, mirror them. Anything that they do, just look for the pattern of what they do, how they do it, and mirror whatever it is that they do. Mirror it. And, and then one day, and then one day just come at them in such a way that they're going to be like, damn, well, he's targeting us in that way. And you'll see. You'll see them. They'll, they'll, they'll turn around. Yo, to, be honest, uh, to be honest with you, Nigel, I've done that, mm-hmm. and I'm at the level now where they've stopped. They've, like, slowed down a lot. They yeah, well, shit. Well, yeah, they down. they yeah, shit, but yeah. it's not like it was before in the beginning. Before, right, right, right. Because you know what? It, you know why? Because you're, you're at that level now where their psychological harassment don't affect you in the negative way that it used to be before, Right. And so now it's it's affecting them, okay? It's affecting them, and just as how it used to affect you in the past to make you not want to go outside, yeah, it's affecting them to make them not want to target you in that manner. Gotcha. Makes sense. That's more or less what it feels like. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. And that's and that's and that's what what happens. You know, like there's a when I when I go pick up myself from school, there's always this is a girl that um. That every time I walk back, she's all I always see her. Now it never used to be like that, right? So before I used to see her at the school when I go pick up my son, but now I guess they they wait for me to pick him up, and then as I'm walking back to the house, then they send her, right? And so then she's always looking at him. So what I would do is that I would like stick my finger in my ears and I'll make my finger like a gun, and you know, and I'll point it at her, and so. Now when she walks by me, right? She she's like it's like she doesn't even want to look at my son anymore. You know, she looks at the other side or she like look at me what have you, you know? And um then she like look and then she she she's like she almost had like tears in her eyes, right? It's like she's just afraid to just even do anything to make me, you know, attack her back psychologically. Right? And so I just, I, you know, I, I just look at her like that, and I, and I see the reaction that I get from so many people, and I'm like, wow, you know. Like, and then also the, um, you know, they have the school offices. So my son's school is right next to Erasmus High School here in Brooklyn, uh, which is on um, Bedford and Tillman, um, uh, right? It's definitely Snyder. And so my my son's school is right, uh, it's the adjoining school, public school right next to it. And so when I go there, you know, a lot of the high school kids, they get to, to participate in my targeting. And, you know, I'm like, okay, well, whatever. You know, they, you know, when they use kids in my targeting, I'm really bothering me, you know, stuff like that. Because, you know, it's like, you know, they, I'm thinking, you know, they, 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 they're young. And how we start to target in the way that I target the adults, you know, they definitely would not be able to handle it. So I'm like, all right, you know, I'll give you all a break. Yeah, give them a and pass so, and shit. Yeah, give them a pass, exactly, you know. And, um. And, but, you know, then you have the school safety officers, and then all of a sudden what happened is that they would have, like, the police officers there too, right? And they're all talking, and whenever they I walk past, they're, you know, they start kicking out their feet, that kind of thing. Or they're like, today, there's one uh, officer, uh, school uh, um, safety officer. And, you know, so every time I see her, she's always, like, putting, you know, sometimes she's like, they want me to look at the palm of their hand, you know? And so, so sometimes like they'll walk in. Why do they want you to palm of their hand? Why they want to give you money or something? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. They'll they'll walk in front of me and they'll put their hand behind their back or with their palm facing uh, towards me, right? That and, seems and like I, some I, I NLP. They try to yeah, get you. Yeah, NLP. That's they, they, they try to convince me. 
Right, right. They trying to, you know, so whatever. But I'm like, what? I'm like, whatever. So I started doing the same thing back to her too, and then she turned around and then want to look. And um, you know, I just, I just smile, I laugh it off because, uh, you know, I'm just like, wow. You know, I'm like, you know, and 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 also, listen, I went, I see my psychiatrist, right? And I see a psychiatrist because, again, there are two things that I want to do. Two things I want to do. One, to see if they're so easily corrupted that they were participating in targeting me, which one I know is true. And two, because I need to keep a record of the psychological damage that they caused to me, right? And so he started like giving me a little hints about who was doing this. And I already know who it is it's the Fed, you know, with the uh, with the local state authority, right? That's doing this. You know, so he was telling me he's like, you know, he's like he's like something he said to me something he was like, Yeah, you know, the Fed's uh uh, big on, on on stuff like this, doing stuff like this, and you know, I was like, okay, so you know, they'll give me, they'll they'll let you know who's doing it, they'll let you know who participated in it too, so, you know, and um, I just look at it like, wow, you know, and he'll after that man, he'll try to target me with the same thing, the same handshake and stuff like that, and and, and I sit down laughing and say, and I'm done smiling at him, and I'm like, man, when I'm ready to target his ass. He is going to be in for a shot. He is going to be, right now I'm just taking it all in. Right now I'm learning, right? And so we talk, you know, so then I started shifting a lot of the stuff that we talk about targeting into other stuff, right? So I started talking about how, you know, I said, why is that, you know, I said, you know, a lot of these black psychiatrists are so quick to agree with the notion in terms of, you know, labeling kids who may act out in school with uh, ADHD and all this stuff and stuff like that. And I said, how could they, I said, how could they have a conscience knowing that the community that a lot of these kids come from are poor, dilapidated, you know, they don't have the outlook and they don't have the, the outside activities that other kids have that are better off, right? So, for instance, you know, they may be living in a neighborhood that, you know, that the buildings and the homes might not be in the best condition and that's all they see. They got to go home to an area that's run down. And like that. So, you know, it has a negative outlook on a lot of children. Not all, you know, but it has a negative outlook on a lot of children. And so, you know, when you don't take these things into consideration and you want to label a kid as being so problematic and ADHD, I'm like, okay, come on. You know, you know, a lot of these kids are still living in homes, all the problem builders that have lead paint that contributed, that's contributing to their behavior, right? You know, I remember when... Um, we were growing up in in, a, in the apartment that we were living in. They had they had lead paint in the wall. They had lead paint, and they only they only cleaned up the lead paint in when was it in in the late nineties, right? Nineteen ninety eight, nineteen ninety nine. That's when they 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 get rid of they got rid of the lead, the lead paint in the walls and they repainted the apartment, right? And my mom still lives there. So again, right? And but you know we never had any type of problems to where, you know, our behavior would be construed as 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 having ADHD and stuff like that, but it just goes to show you that, you know, a lot of kids in the 80s, particularly a lot of African-American, not African-American, but black kids, black American kids, uh, is, uh, you know, have been directly affected by these uh, landlords who didn't give a shit about the people that were renting from them, okay? Because these, these landlords, they were not black, they were, you know, white, Jewish, you know, they could care less about 
the black people in the community that they rent to. That's why, you know, you start to see a lot of rundown apartments, people, you know, rats in their basements. And, you know, and I remember there was these two Jewish brothers who, they were, they were sent to jail. They were sent to jail because they had the, the tenants living in such a dilapidated condition that the judge was like, you know, you guys are a menace to society. You guys, the way that you guys treat people and the people who they were, that they were renting from, that they were renting to, were black people, okay? So, again, it comes down to, you know, again, uh, and and it, it comes down to owning your own and stuff like that. But, you know, it just goes to show you the mentality of people, right? The mentality of people. And these are Jewish people who probably their ancestors were part of, you know, Hitler, you know, dead camps and stuff like that, and they turn around and treat people in that sort of way, that is preposterous. But that goes to show you, again, how the mentality of people are. You know, don't be surprised that people are doing this. You can't be surprised people are doing this. You know, you can't be. Okay? So, you know, one of the things that for me, in which, like I said, okay, I started doing uh, after years of being like, you know, why, why are they doing this? Why, you know, I'm not angry to these people. And the fact is that you don't need to do anything to anybody for them to treat you the way that they're treating us as CIs. Okay? It's just part of how society, the, the government has conditioned society in, in a way in which allows them to do this to individuals and for people to totally go along and accept it. Okay? And that's just, that's just the world we're living in. And, you know, when you accept that, you know, you really understand you really get to look at things in a different light, and then you're you're not preoccupied with all these thoughts in your mind, you know, running through your mind all the time, saying why this, why that, why me, why 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 why. Right. You know. But you guys remember? Okay, so you can't be surprised. Of course, you you guys remember uh, the scenario that unfolded with the guy Colin Ferguson with the yeah. Long Island Railroad. And mm-hmm. he shot all the white people and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, listen. Here, here, here's a guy who, in in his in his adult life, from the job that he worked at, he's always been, you know, um, he experienced racism on a level that probably few people have experienced, and so that filled his hate, you know, his mind and his heart with hate towards those people. So I don't really blame him, you know? I mean, I'm sorry that he did what he did. That was very sad and unfortunate. But, you know, again, not everybody is going to accept the way that you treat them. So for some people, if you treat people badly, you know, I'll give you a case of, give an example. My nephew, right, worked for this construction company, right, owned by this Italian guy, Okay. They had him clean up asbestos without any type of protective clothing. Asbestos. So what happened is that, you know, his lungs was, in, you know, infected, and they actually had to remove half of his lungs. Okay? And when, when, they, when they sued the construction company, right, you know, they only gave him, like, I think it was, like, $50,000. Like, Seriously? $50,000. And the lawyer failed him big time because okay. the lawyer failed him big time because as a lawyer, and again, you know, the problem is that when you, you know, when you get certain types of lawyer that, it, you know, that if you're going to sue a, a, a firm 
a, a company that they've caused you, especially in this case, which is, I mean, the guy should have been arrested, period, right? So, again, I do, you know. I do. Before, before we, we get off the point of why I brought that up, man, you made it, you know, your point on that and what you felt it was. But you remember the thing you were talking about earlier about the news and how certain yeah. things are taken mm-hmm. off the, you know, like that little ticker that goes off. Right. And you said you saw something. You were like, you were waiting mm-hmm. to see what was coming up for the news on that. And then they took it off and they denied that it was on there. Yeah. Something happened back in when that Colin Ferguson situation happened on the train. The Long Island Railroad. Really? Yeah. They had a news conference, live news conference. I think it was Channel 7. And you had this guy come up and said that there was a witness. Kind of like the whole 9-11 thing. When the guy said that they heard a, like an explosion go off. Yeah. You know, kind of like that similar scenario. Well, this guy came out and said there was, this was a Spanish guy. I remember him clearly. He said there was yeah. a man sitting next to him on the Long Island Railroad, Asian, that pointed to Colin Ferguson and said, look, look at that man right there. And almost like a remote control type of way, had to move his head around, up and down, whatever. And then the guy was like, holy shit. You know, like he was flabbergasted. Right. You know, you know, the scenario unfolded. And he was, the guy was saying that in the midst of him saying what he was talking about on the news conference, some guy just came out of left field, cut the live feed off. He just like, he went like this. Yeah. Like, you know, when someone puts their hand under their chin, like cut it, like, hey, they just cut it off. Mm-hmm. And oh. and you know you know what man he that, he, he could have been like a mind control victim too. That, that's what I'm saying. Okay. That's what I'm saying. He could have he could have he could have been a mind control victim too. So I I, I don't I don't put it past that you know. You can't put it past. This shit is real. This this is yeah what yeah yeah. It could do. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And the bugged out thing about that is that that specific footage was seen on live TV. You could never see it again. You got it? Like, they made sure they took that out. The only reason yeah. why I got to see it was because it was on live. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mistake came out on their, on their behalf over there. So I'm yeah. sure that <laughs> heads were rolling wherever they were, you know, from the mm-hmm. position of power going downward. You know, well, what the hell are you doing? What the fuck? You almost fucked everything up. Whatever the hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so. No, you could not mind it. Listen, that's how, that has crossed my mind many times, the Colin Ferguson. You know, also, you know, you look at um, the, the, the the guy, the Colorado shooter. You look at his circumstance of, of, of what happened to him, you know, and the fact that. This, this, this. When you read about what this guy was into, right? What he was studying, you read his family and how his dad, uh, what his dad was into, right? And who his dad was. Okay, yes, yeah, like yeah, the government, you know, they tried to shut his dad up for something that they didn't want happening. You know, and these are black, uh, some of the black males, stuff like that, and they use his stuff. To you know to to do that, but again, you know, you have to be aware, you know. By the way, Nigel, as I was talking to you about that, there was mm-hmm. like two loud horns from those trucks. You know, the trucks that be parked outside, like passing yeah, by or parked. Yeah. 
So, you know, mm-hmm. they, they do their little noise campaign. Yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. know it their own way. They, they like, they're listening. Way. I shouldn't be talking about yeah. that. Uh, yeah. They should know by now. I don't give a fuck. My yeah. middle finger's they, up they, to they them. They do that with me with the call horns, with the call horns. Particularly when I'm watching television and certain words come on television, right? They're always honking whenever those exact words come on television. Or if I'm online and I'm reading a certain article, with the remote the monitoring, if, if there's certain words that I would read, and those words, they will always do the car honking or the car alarm going off or the police sirens and stuff like that. So, you know, but like you said, you know, I don't give a shit. I don't, I don't give a shit. So they can. There's a point where you're like, yo, you know what? Fuck that shit. If they're yeah. already killing me slowly anyway, and they're doing this, I'm gonna yeah, live exactly. the rest of my life exposing these motherfuckers. Yeah, Fuck. yeah exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? I'm at that yeah. level. You know, I said, you know, like I said, you know, I wish. What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna record that Bernie Mac when he's like, I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that shit every time I open up my show. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that because. You know, whenever time they, they um they hit me with the with the, the sirens, I always say, "Mama, I ain't scared of you, motherfucker." You know, Bernie Mac, man, I love that dude. <laughs> yeah, man. What, what? How did he end up dying again? I forgot what. I think he had he had some he had some he died of a another stroke, but he had pneumonia. Illness that you know he just died so suddenly. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. You know, and again, you know, and 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 again, you know, these people who are considered threat, they they find ways to get rid of you. You know, yeah. they find ways. To look, at, look at the Bill Cosby situation, right? Yeah. Uh, he was about to purchase NBC Universal, and how all these women start coming out the woodworks about him. Yeah. You know, such a targeted him. Mhm. Because if you, if you listen, if you look at Bill Cosby in the seventies, he was very he was very informative in terms of you know trying to teach people. About you know being proud, proud, being proud of who they are and stuff like that. Yeah, and, uh, educating themselves and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Educating themselves and you know the fact that you know here is a black person who's going to buy a major, major news network, and uh, you know they didn't want that to happen because you know once that's a ha- once that, if that was to happen, that means that you would be, you would be able to change the media perception and the media. Uh, uh, view view of certain people, right? And so right now, the, the media always portrays certain groups of people as this in, in a negative light. To be able to turn that around and to have major news networks portraying people uh, in a more positive light, okay, just like uh, Disney. So one of the, the executives of Disney is an African-American woman, right? If you look at the Disney shows for kids, um, a lot of the shows now have more diverse um, you know, people, kids on their show. I was watching one of the shows and they had a black center. Oh wow. Yeah, they had they had a black center. Okay? We look at the upcoming Star Wars movie, right? Which is owned by Disney. The lead one of the lead um characters by one be one of the most important characters in that film was black, you know? Well, that's, I mean, that's, because, that's also because of J.J. Of Abrams. I mean, J.J. Abrams is such a phenomenal director that has given many people with, with, with different ethnic background, um, you know, movie roles, uh, uh, you know, star roles or, or, or you know, um, or just, you know, extras and all that kind of stuff, you know, in, in most of his movies. 
Yep. I mean, you look at yeah. I mean, yeah. That's the kind of person that I would support any day. And oh, yeah, yeah, because now, because Dick at... Abrams even even you know through his history as a kid when he was um in experimenting making uh you know home movies some of his neighbors and his friends were were, were African Americans and you can see you can see those kids um, all together in in his you know his, his movies as a child. So yeah. you know, so he has a, and that's and that's what I try to tell people is that. Was, and let me just say, like for for example, police officers. You can't expect a police officer to go, come from a lily white neighborhood, or to a lily white school, right, with a lily white mentality, and then you place him into a ghetto, filled with black people. You just, you know, the, I understand that. That's a okay, good point, you know, brother. That's a good point. Being, being, being a police officer is different from being a mechanic or um, a, a biologist or, or a doctor. You understand what I'm saying? This is, this is, 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 this is dealing with the law and dealing with crime and punishment and having a, a, a community relations. If you've never had relations with black people on any level, when you are a cop and you don't understand the the strife between black people and police officers, right? It makes it it's, there's there is a strain on relations with black people and police. So you know, you know, for me, a guy was suggesting that no one police no police officer should stay in one community more than three months. I I I would say more than six months or you know more than a year actually because you got to get people. Right, yeah, like you know, like uh, exactly, like you switch them out every year or every every six months or eight months or whatever, right? I mean, because you still have to give police time enough to to develop um, rapport with community, community, community leaders and the people, right? So three months just ain't gonna do it. Now you're right. Right. So you know, and also all police officers, in my opinion, should take a a, a two part college course on urban sociology, right? So they can understand the dynamics of urban people in urban neighborhoods. But you know, it, 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 you know, when you don't when and when you don't understand that, you know, you see black people as animals. And it's easy for police well, to, to target well listen, well listen, what they, what they see in the media, what they see in the right. media and the, and the portrayal of certain Groups of people in America, right. and so they have that. They have that. They have that outcome. That's the, that's yeah, the let, let me let, let, let so, me yeah, let me finish though. For example, the cop who was convicted of raping thirteen black women, right? Thirteen women of color, while on the job, and he mostly he targeted women with 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 criminal records. Uh, you know, promising them that that he'll he'll help to uh to to to, um, to get this case overturned or thrown out of court or whatever the case may be, you know, it's you know, it's that mentality when 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 you have these officers and you know doing this to black people, and they think it's okay, it's not. I think it's normal for them to do that. That's crazy when you think about that. But let, but also let me let me let me just state the same subliminal messages, the same brain mapping, the same neural monitoring that's been done to us. It's also being done to police officers to a degree, and the degree I'm talking about it's right, right, and and the degree I'm talking about it's make it's 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 
uh, it's telling them that, okay, well, you know, we are recruiting you possibly to be FBI or CIA, but, you know, it's undercover. You know, like, uh, you ever seen the movie The uh, Departed? The, the the movie the the uh, the party with Mark Wahlberg oh, the, the and, party. yeah 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 right with Leonardo DiCaprio right. and Jack Nicholson right so you saw how they took the 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 one kid the one guy who was supposed to be the snitch and they you know how how they pulled him out of the the the, the police academy without anybody knowing and you know you know what I'm saying and just that yeah, the shady thing, part right? about it, yeah right exactly so it's the same type of messaging that these people are receiving right. Uh, okay, so initiation, you need to trust us on this. We can't go to your your captain. It's above his pay scale, right? So what I want you to do is to show you that you can trust me, I want you to shoot that unarmed black man, and I bet you you will be found not guilty. Hmm. And a lot of them are found not guilty. Wow. And if you look at these officers who perpetuate these violent deadly crimes, they do it multiple times. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, some, that's something that people also need to be made aware of. Now, as a police officer, I don't care what subliminal message you're receiving unless somebody <clears throat> puts you on a mind control to kill somebody. No subliminal message is going to make me, as a police officer, kill an innocent person. It's just not. But, you know, because of advancement and promotion, you know, promises or whatever, some people do. Right? Just like some just like some chicks sleep with their bosses to get a promotion. Or some, you know, yeah. some dude um, uh, 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 hacks it to somebody's account or whatever, you know, just to... to to get a promotion and maybe, you know, in, in security or whatever, so they can do it, right? These things are just, you know, these things are happening, and the, and the, the reason why, we all know the reason why it's happening, but the reason why it's happening is that they want to create such a strife between, and the strife is already there, but even, even greater strife between the black community and the police that when it's, I mean, when this thing boils over, and I hope it doesn't, I really hope it doesn't, we will be on the brink of another civil war because police officers are not going to be able to walk the streets safe. Remember one time in New York City, police officers couldn't even sit in a car because they were being run up on and shot, right? You remember that, right? So, you know, but like I said, even as a police officer, I don't care what they're telling you. You don't kill. You know that you don't kill innocent people. What people do, right? It's like gang initiations. You know, you go go kill an innocent person to be in our gang. Go show, oh, shoot this kid in the face, and you know, and we'll we'll take you into our gang. So these these things are not far fetched because we see throughout society. We have plenty of examples of it. Plenty of examples. So, you know, we all got to be mindful, we all got to be careful, and, and more so the police officers because, you know, they enforce the law. You know, so these, you know, they have to be very mindful of this stuff. And I know they know this technology exists. I know they know what's going on. I mean, you, you, look, at, you look at the psychological aspect with, with black families. Now you have 
next to police stations that are built like friggin' forts, right? They're placing like uh, um, like uh, um, what, what are those places? Um, uh, you know, like the social services places, you know, for families and stuff like that. They're building these buildings next to police precincts, right? So what what happens if a, if a father and mother comes in? Oh, you know, and, and, and oh, you're trying to take my child, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Oh, well, you know, we don't got to go far to call the police. You know, they just ride across the driveway. Right? I mean, you, you understand what I'm saying? If, if something happens to your child or whatever, and it, it, you go down to this place, and the social worker is threatening you, and you're getting upset and all this kind of stuff, right? The first thing they'll say, the precinct is right next door. You know I'm telling the truth because you, you've heard it plenty of times, right? How many mm-hmm. times they, you know, they threaten to call the, the cops on you, you know, when you're trying to spend some time with your kid or whatever the case may be. I mean, I was driving uh, past one place the other day, and in front of the social service uh, place, I guess somebody must have got killed or whatever, but there was a wreath with, with candles and a photo of some man. I'm like, Okay. Did something happen here? I mean, you know, so it's just, you know, it, it, it's crazy when you think about it. But, like I said, people have to be mindful. As for me, you know, when I go out, they try to send me all these little messages about bumping somebody or hitting somebody with my shopping cart and all that just to see what they – no, 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 you're not going to play that game with me. I'm not even going to do that. I don't care whether it's – whether what you're telling me is real or not, I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to show some swag. I'm not going to show, okay, well, I got mad people behind my back, you know, in case, you know, a nigga want to start some shit, you know, we here too. I'm just not, you know, oh, you know we're going to show them a, a show of force. I'm just not going to fall into that. I'm one of these guys that, you know, you may call me old school, but I believe in verbalization. You could put me in a damn soundproof. You you could put me in a soundproof room with just me and you, but I want to hear it from the horse's mouth. I don't want no no silent sound, no telepathic nonsense. I don't want that because one thing I've learned: plausible deniability is a mother effer. <laughs> right? We see it with the highest. All of, exactly. Oliver North, who was. One who was one of their most trusted, and he trusted them just the same, right? I'm just an ordinary guy. If you if you could do that to Oliver North, well, you know he did wrong shit anyway. But still, if you could do that to your golden boy, and I'm I'm a speck I'm a speck of dirt on the ground. Imagine what you can do to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I hear you, dog. I hear you, man. But Either way, like, seriously. I'd rather I'd rather you know die on my feet than live on my knees, man. I, I ain't going to exactly. Exactly. I mean, exactly. I mean, look, we all we all got to fight. You know, I mean, no no one should act should take abuse, and no one should um should you know should be able to uh, uh, to impose on you anything that that you are not um you did not agree to, or you know you did not have a deal or. You did not, you know, you did not give them permission to. No one has the right to impose that on you, you know. So, but the point is, people do, people do. 
And at any given point in, in, in our lives, we can walk out the street and either a cop or somebody, um, you know, could put us in grave danger or, or in our existence. You know what puts everything to question, though, at this point now with the technology that exists, that we know exists? How do you distinguish or discern when it's chance of a car coming out of left field, losing, you know, its control to the driver and the crashing into somebody, killing them? When it could also be this technology that's causing that to happen as well. Well, I mean, it, it... It is, and that's why I, that's why for me, I've learned certain, certain tips. So when I'm driving, I know first and foremost, regardless of whatever comes into my head, unless you place a split personality within me and switch it, I know me, the true me. I always stop and let pedestrians pass. Well, yep. Mm-hmm. I don't care if there's 20 cars behind me honking their horn like a mother effer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I make sure that I don't drive past the white line in the intersection, right? The walk, the walkway. What they'll do, right? With me, what they'll do, right? After they target me heavily for the day, if I'm driving, they will have people. Let's say if I'm driving and I have lights, right? They will have people just casually walk in front of me, right? When I have the light to go, right? And right. they casually walk in front of me. They don't I, I would sit there. Yep, I would sit right there until they pass. And I do. I I, I, I blow my horn and scare the right. crap out. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, but, but don't but don't drive. Don't drive. Yeah. Don't drive up to them though. That's the thing. Yeah, you no, know. That's no, the I, thing. I, I, you don't want right. I scare even. Let me finish. I scare the I scare the crap out of them. And there's also been an incident where, uh, like if I'm driving, right? I was driving and uh, this guy uh, riding his bike, and he was trying to target me. I know he was trying to send the target, right? And he wasn't paying attention. He was so busy paying attention to those targeting me that he did not see that the light had changed to red. So I stopped. And he kept going, and he got hit by a car. Right. He, he was behind me, you know, giving me hand signals, picking fingers, and that kind of thing. And then as he drove past me, right, he, he turned and he looked at me, right? Try to give me a hand signal, and I was all I heard was like, "Bam!" Car smashed right into him, and I was like, "Look at right. that asshole!" I was like, "Look at this damn idiot!" Instant be car. Yeah, because they'll be trying to target me. I hit my damn car. Instant yeah, car. Sometimes, sometimes when I'm driving, you know, I get the I get the, the the silent sound telling me to turn right, turn left, and all this kind of stuff, and they try to create accidents. That's why when drivers, when you're in your car, when you receive these types, look first. Don't turn on impulse. Don't turn on trust. Don't turn on any of that. All that nonsense, okay? Because for them to be telling you, trust us, right? Showing that they want you to trust them, but they don't trust you to come to your face and tell you what they have to say. Yeah. Right? So that's the thing that we have to think of. Be mindful of. Because what they because trust is a trust is a two way street. Yeah, and they try to play a good cop, bad cop. Another thing you got to watch out for. They're always trying to play good cop. Psychology bad. that they do, though, you got to expect that. Well, yeah, I mean, and that's you know, and that's you know, like I said, you know, my ex fiance she studied psychology. I used to read a lot of her psychology books. Even helped out with some of her psychology experiments and stuff like that when we were in college. Um, you know, so a lot of stuff I know, and you know, I've, took, I've, I've taken psychology courses, you know, child psychology courses also. 
um, you know, just to, to understand, you know, what's going on, and people who all who ask for trust but don't give you trust are not to be trusted. Plain and simple. Yeah. All right. Like I said, if you're a police officer, you get you get you get these silent sound telepathic subliminal messages saying that we're trying to recruit you for the FBI or CIA. Come on now. We all know if the CIA is interested in you, they will approach you. Yeah, they'll tap you like they do the skull and bones. Right. They they will approach you. Or you know, or or they'll or they'll direct you to fill out an application and they'll look at your application and select your application. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So to say to say that they're trying to recruit you but they can't really talk to you, that's something doesn't sound right. Right? I imagine if I was being recruited by the CIA, you ever seen that um that the was that the, the last the latest Jack Ryan movie when he was younger? You know how they, how they, you know how they met at, in a park and avenged this general and or whatever this big CIA captain and and this you know college student and all this kind of stuff, right? And they paid all they paid for his 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 his, uh, his postgraduate degree and all this kind of stuff, right or whatever. Like I imagine it would be like that. I wouldn't imagine somebody's violating my intellectual property. <laughs> By you know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, even though we yep. know that they do any we know that they do anyway. Regardless. Right? right. But it just but what 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 that tells you is that there is no real interest in recruiting you. It's it's just a it's a Trojan horse kind of thing. About what you said earlier that, you know, you, you made your point about driving. And how you right. be careful driver, you give the pedestrians the right of way automatically because right. they're pedestrians. That's good, and I hear you. Yeah. And I believe you in all that. But you had mentioned something about well, I don't got to worry about having a split personality that they can take over. It's not about having that. I mean, that's probable, and it probably does help them if a person has that. But they don't need that with the chemtrails because as you're inhaling the oxygen that I'm breathing, you're breathing, Nigel's breathing, everybody in this motherfucking earth is breathing, so all these chemtrails that have aluminum traces in it, that metal is already absorbed into you. And through that, they're able with these frequencies to tune in and, and zap it right in you and control you mentally. It well, let me uh, drink of water, tap water, bottle water. Right. Bottle right. water has aluminum in it. Well, you know, most, most, most of the water that we drink have these minerals in it. It has aluminum. It has other types of, of trace metals, uh, trace minerals, right? I mean, so it doesn't matter if you drink water or you breathe the air or whatever. But, you know, when you drink water, you, drink, you look at, if you look at bottle water. Right. If you look at, if you look at bottle water, I don't drink tap water because of the fluoride. In it, there's just too much fluoride in top water. Well, yeah, exactly. Recently, exactly. Actually, not, just, recently, not just fluoride, recently, but fluoride. Recently, they admitted that there is too much fluoride in the water, and they're going to be um, reducing the amount of fluoride in the water. So, well, yeah, I mean, so there's um, there's a um, a um, a big reservoir in California where that water is. There's no fluoride in the water. They they use um these these rocks. I forgot what they're called, but um and these um 
Patricia. And these black and these balloons, these like these black balloons, uh, these black, and they they cover the entire the entire reservoir, right, with these black balloons, and they're coated uh, with something anyway. But anyway, um, it, it 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 helps stop the water from being evaporated also. Um, but um, it you know it, these you know what the, the whether it's air or water or whatever you know they have aluminum in it. So you know, it's a like you said, it's a it's a it's a conductor for electricity. So they can read. I mean, satellite can read and see you know that trace metal within you, and 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 map out your brain that way, whether you're awake or you're or asleep or whatever. But how many how many billions of people on this planet? They can't do everybody. That's impossible. They can't control a whole planet. That's impossible. But it's, like I said, yeah, back to the driving thing. Yep, yeah, it's um, you know, pedestrians have the right of way. I saw uh, today driving a guy and a girl in the middle of the street. I stopped. I turned my car sideways, right, blocking two lanes, right, so that they they can uh, cross the street. You know, just something something courteous to do every now and then. Uh, and plus, you know, the, the other cars were like, you know, not too close to me because I wouldn't want anybody running into me either. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, it's just it's just crazy that you know. But like I said, you know, pedestrians always have the right of way. So I make sure that you know I stop whether I'm in a in driving through a parking lot or whatever. Like I said, with these cops, man, it's crazy that, you know, I mean, this is, uh, I mean, could you imagine the cop that shot the, in South Carolina, shot the man in the back? You you see the cop look around, like, you know, and you're wondering, and then there's a guy sitting there who just happened to be sitting there videotaping that whole incident. If I saw a cop looking around like he was going to shoot somebody in the back, I would pop my head up and be like, I'll see you. I see you looking around. You trying to murder that man, aren't you? Yep. You know why? Why? Why are there always people with video cameras? But they don't say nothing. And they don't say shit. Yep. I think they. That's I think. They, I think. I think they wanted to show how they can uh, mind control a cop to just to murder somebody like that. Well, and and exactly, and that's but that's that's but and that's just. That's very and funny. that's just crazy. That's what they do. It's a show of 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 their their capabilities. Yeah, and that's how they and that's how they, and that's how they got you. That's how they got them cops. You know, because it's like those cops are like, I'm like, man, are you are you kidding me? Crazy. But they're like, better to the madness. Believe that. They know what so like, I'm like, you know, so you got people out there saying I'm crazy, so you might as well tell them cops they're crazy too, right? But except they they crazy with a badge. I, I'd rather be crazy without a badge and a gun than be crazy with a badge and a gun because imagine what a crazy person with a badge and a gun can do. A lot more, hell of a lot more damage than I can do. That's for sure. I mean, if you look at 
from the top of the pyramid where, where everything is being puppeted and controlled from the top, from the pinnacle. Those are yeah, well, who's at the top? Those are fucking psychopaths, sociopathic motherfuckers, right? Well, who, that's what I'm saying. Who's at, the, who's at the top? Who's at the top? Everybody keeps saying at the top. Who's at the top? Obviously, what what obviously what we have here is a division that's been happening, but now it's being sped up to the point where you know we need to have another big strife, another big war, or or, or a big incident where we can come in and justify taking people guns. We can justify um, home inspection, right, like the British, like the the British in the colonial days, right? I can just go into your home and inspect your home, make sure you don't have any hidden guns anywhere, whatever, whatever, right? You have um, police officers who are laundering, or, or CIA agents who are infiltrating police stations and 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 um trying to launder money by squeeze by strong arming local you know small businesses or even homeowners um trying to trying to hide they're trying to hide their illegal operations so they try to strong arm homeowners and apartment renters to store their their drugs in their apartments and they set up this whole scheme where they're surrounding people and I mean it just this this stuff you know, people, some people refuse to recognize the stuff that's happening. But if you ever read Rodney Stitch's book, The Drug Trojan Horse, The Drugging of America, okay, everything that's happening, that I've seen happen, is in that book. I come home, my baseboards from underneath my, my kitchen cabinets, right, all gone. And I remember... My brother um, in New York was telling me about a, a friend of mine, um, Gary, a guy we call Indian, who the cops raided his apartment and found guns underneath, all underneath his kitchen, uh, his kitchen cabinets. And all. you remember that? Yeah. His kitchen cabinets. And I'm like, what the? You know what I'm saying? What the, what the, they stealing CDs, DVDs. They stealing pot covers. I'm like, I'm like, come on. What are you, what are you gonna do with a pot cover? I come home one day, I, I, I locked my screen door. My screen door was open. I mean, not, not open to the point where it was open, but the lock. The lock was open. And I'm saying to myself, you know, all these things, I've, you know, even when I was a teenager, even pre-teens. Well, that's, you know, they listen, they steal, they steal your stuff because they want you to know that they've been in your apartment. Like for me, you know, I've had, I, I had a huge watch collection and they basically broke in, you know, broke into my bedroom, stole a bunch of my watches and then, you know, then, you know, as I'm on my way to work, the next day, after finding out, you know, coming home at night, went to go get a watch for me to wear the next day, that a whole bunch of my watches were missing. Now, then they have this motherfucker standing on, against the wall as I walk by. He's going to say to me, Yo, you want to buy some watches? Right? You got to be after, after, Yeah, after they stole my watch the previous night, the next day I would have worked. You got to man, I could have killed that dude. But I was like, you know what? I mean, look. I was like, you know what, man? I was like, you know what? They're trying to make me angry right now. So 
I'm well, well, check this out. Check this out. I mean, I have, I have a lot of watches that I bought at different times, right? Some newer, some older, right? And all of a sudden, about now, I have upwards of maybe I guess over 20 watches. I would say about 90% of my watches, the batteries all went dead at the same time. <laughs> uh-huh. At the same time, right? How how could this? How could that be? Like you wake up one morning. You know, you 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 go you go to select a watch, and then you notice, wait a minute, wow, how come all the batteries are dead? And I bought these watches, watches did you? And I, and I bought these watches at different times. Like, how is that possible? My my most of my watch batteries are dead, but I still wear them anyway because the reason the reason why I bought my watches was because I use them to target them. So well, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I mean, I, 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 bought my, I bought my watches for my alter ego. My, no, I, my, uh, I, I bought my watches <laughs> because I bought different colors, so, you know, like, so whenever they, you know, whenever they, I'm at the gym and, you know, like, they're trying to target me. Oh, yeah, you in one of your videos, one of those cops showed his, his watch yeah, to you. you, see, you see, yeah, you see, right? Yeah, yeah so that's, that's, well, I buy, I buy watches, so like, I buy, I have, like, a, a watch with a yellow armband, and then I have another one which really has a, a orange armband or an orange face on it. Then I have another one uh, that has uh, different multicolors. So every color that they use in my targeting, I try to find either article of clothing or a watch that has this color and so I can use to target them. With. And they hate that, you know. They hate that. They 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 hate that. That's why they stole my watches, and that's why these motherfuckers stole my clothes. I had clothes at the um, laundromat, and the laundromat went out of business. They didn't call to say come and get your clothes or anything like that. They didn't send me no no and nothing like that. I went to the laundry mat. I went to the I mean to the cleaners to to get my to get up get up my my shirts right, which I use as my targeting uh, to my perps, and the shit was closed. I went back another week later, still closed, and they had a uh, they had some uh, some posted notes on there saying that um, if you're looking for your clothes, contact this cleaner. So I went to the cleaner, gave them my information, everything like that. They was like, we don't have your clothes. They was like, we don't have it. You know? And all of the shirts that I wear, the different colors, I have like yellow, green, orange, purple, you know, any, all the stuff, that, all the colors that they use in my targeting, they target me, is I went and I bought the article of clothing with those same colors, and I use it to target them. And they hate that. They hate they hate that because I was doing the same thing back to them, right? And it it affected them so much that they had to steal my clothes. That's that's how you that's how I knew that me target. See that's you know as a target that's what I used to do right. So I used to experiment on myself in terms of going out there, you know, exposing myself to the target and, and what they were doing, right? And then learning, coming back and say, okay, you know what? All right, so this is a color that I see they use a lot. To Talking to me. So you know what? I went online, purchased a a, a shirt the same color. Now, it, the funny thing is that they were getting wise to what I was doing. So when every time I went onto like a website, I usually buy my clothes from to get this, this particular color shirt that they were talking to me for the day. Right? When I when I get to that website, all the shirts of that particular color were unavailable. Were gone. They had bought out everything. Okay. And that was so funny because, like I said, if one day they were targeting me with a color orange, I was like, ah, you know what? Okay, fine. I have some. I went online, see a nice orange shirt, 
maybe a, a message on there that I can use to target them with. When I put that in my, my cart, all of a sudden, no more available. No more. You know, particular color shoes, you know, uh, that I, you know, I had one of these um, brown pair of shoes I was going to use to target them with, right? When went back to get the shoes online, all gone. All gone. Okay? I was to another website with the same shoe, all gone too. <laughs> I started laughing. I was like, yo, I am really starting to affect these people to the point where when I turn my targeting back on them, they can't take it. They can't take That's it. why you got to turn that heat up. You know That's what right. I ended up doing, man? I ended up doing that whole color code thing on their ass, too. And see, what I did mm-hmm. was I like to fuck with them a little stuff further. I would take a little book bag. This was in the summer. And I would put in, like, different colors, like the shorts and then all the right. shirt colors. And then I would go into the bathroom, come out with the <laughs> change and come out with a different color out like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I would see their yeah. faces like, what the fuck? Like, you know, that shit right yep. there is, that's the key. That, that's what you live for that moment to see their yep. reaction. They see their like face. They you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like a slap yep. in the face. Like, oh, shit, this motherfucker knows what we're doing. Yeah, I know what yep. you're doing, motherfucker. I'm wearing these colors to mock you. Yep. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. I love it, Let man. you I know that it. I know what you're doing. And that's what and that's what we have to do. That's what we have to do. We have to turn that shit back on there. Give them a taste of day on that, man. Exactly. But yeah, I was like, I'm gonna put that. I ain't having it. I'm not put up with that shit for so many years. I, said, Yo, I don't know that, but I know you've been in that for a hot minute, man. Because mm-hmm. I done seen a video of you. You was younger, man. That like, that had to be like ten, fifteen years ago. You still have yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, you see it, right? <laughs> Yep, now my, my no, hair is all gray. Now it's okay, but no, but my, now my hair is all gray, man. That's yeah, I, I got too, man. I got gray too. Don't let the young voice fool you, man. You that's know what to, that's to show you the, you know, the, the, the effect, the physical effect that they have when, right? Yeah. And this, this is, this is all part of the slow kill, you know, where right. they, they, they basically steal the air from your life. You know what I'm saying? They speed up the aging process because of all the stress and everything, you know. Yeah, that's, that's one of the reasons why I work out too. Because when I work out, you relieve a lot of that stress, okay. and you know, you, your mind become more focused, and you know, you gain strength in your body, you gain a little bit more confidence. So that's why they hate it. They hate it when I go to the gym. That's why they have the cops up in the gym. Because prior to 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 the, to, these, to those cops coming into the gym to try to you know to try to intimidate and harass me, right? They were sending me subliminal messages about not going to the gym. Every time I would go to the gym, right? What they used to do is like I would hear police sirens. Then when I would turn on the a lot of the gym is on, it would always be like a police car parked up there, or a police car at the stoplight. And then when they see me, they would turn on their 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 lights, right? So when they see you, they'll be waiting there, or they'd be parked up. And the minute they see me, they turn on their lights and they drive and they drive off. You know what was right. crazy, man, is when I saw you at the gym, you was actually in the middle of a fucking workout, and these mm-hmm. motherfuckers rolling up in there, and then the, the lady cop come up to you, yo, you filming us? And you were like, yo, yes. yo, I could do that. Ain't that against the law. She was like, no, you're right. It's not against the law. And and I'm no, like, no, I'm not right. Motherfuckers, man. That's why you got to confront them. So you got you to gotta confront them. You got to put them on tape. On the spot. Them, okay? Put them on the, exactly, you know. And, uh, you know, so that's, you know, that, I guess it's, it's like you got to show people how they're targeted. Because no one would believe it. No one would believe it if you tell them. But without, without that video evidence, no, everybody would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, right. You just, you know. They wouldn't believe it. But when they, when they get to see for themselves, 
That's another story. It's a different point. And then when you come out the gym, you see the synchronization. Some chick walking yeah. by with a purple on. Then yep. you hit the other corner, another dude with purple walking the other way, the other direction. I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, man. That's how these people do, man. That synchronization shit, at first, when you don't know about this, it'll fuck your head up. Yeah. Like, All right, but, you know, I want, you know, you what also what you begin to do, also you begin to learn, like, once you realize that you're, you have to be, you're being synchronized to their movement, yeah. So what I would do, right, is that I was I would give him a hand signal. So like if I'm coming around the corner, I know a purple will come around the corner, so I take my middle finger and I scratch my nose. <laughs> you know what right? I do now? Then, I just cough in that direction. Yeah, I, don't, I, even, I just be like, mm-hmm. cough. I just cough, right? As soon as they, like, stop or pause or they're right there trying to, like, get bumped into me, I just cough, like, boom, like, right in their face, and I just keep walking. I'm yeah, just notifying them right there. I'm like, I, I know you were also. I also and I'm calling you out. If, That's what this calls me. It's a perp move for you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I know that you, I know what you're doing. I know what this is about. Cough in your face. Keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I hope they're hearing me right now. I hope they're hearing me right now. I want listen. them to know that they, they're going to be listening because they're going to download and they're going to listen. Watch. They're going to they're be listening Good. because you know they they always the next day after I do my call, you know they 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 alter they alter their targeting right, and so. Yeah. You know, like tomorrow, what I expect them to do is a lot of the sticking of the tongue out, so I'm going to be sticking my tongue out. So, you know, like I said, you know, like when they, it was yesterday, no, Sunday. Sunday, I, I, when I, I, had, I had the kids with me, I went to take my older son back home to the Bronx, got on the block, and was waiting for parking, and this perp motherfucker come across the street, what have you. You know, he tried to give me the middle finger. I gave him the middle finger back, and he, you know, he looked away. And I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. I'm like, fuck you, fuck you too. I'm like, shit, you ain't doing shit to me. I'm just walking on each other, you know, with no thing. I give you the no thing too. So what? You know, you tell me fuck you, I'm telling you fuck you. So what? What you gonna do next? You know? Motherfucker's lucky I don't have a damn uh, siren on me. I'll be blasting that shit out the window. For real? Yeah, seriously. As a matter of fact, I need, I need to look into that to get in one of those, you know, Sirens, the songs I miss having, every time they come up with the sirens, I blast that shit out the window. Oh, man, you know what? They don't got that medicine. You know what? I'm like, I'm going to do the Mars campaign. I'm going to do the Mars campaign. One of those blow horns, man. Yeah, yeah. Like a truck fucking horn. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. One of those things would be good to just pull out of the face. Let me tell you something. You motherfuckers motherfuckers will sit out there all night in their car, right? Oh, I know they're out there right now. And when I get up, when I get up, when I get up, right, when I get up to go use the bathroom, they be fucking blowing their horn. Okay? <laughs> now, but you know what that is, though, right? See, and then you know that they're listening yeah. to it. And they're they watching me, and they watch it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, watch it, too. Yeah, I know. I don't mm-hmm. know. I give a shit. I'm like, you Neither know. do I. Neither do I. I used to. At first, I was like, yo, what the fuck? Nah, this can't be. I'm like, these motherfuckers ain't got no life, so what the hell? You know, I'm the. I'm but the it's like you thing. said, though, they look at it, it's a job. It is a job, yep. Mm-hmm. It is a job. That's, you know, just like how, you know, you may get up every single day to go to work, that's what they do. Pretty much just sit up in their fucking car all day. I don't know how the yeah. fuck you can... Yo, that, that's too much, yeah. man. Like, I don't understand. I mean, the money must yeah, be worth it. Yeah, exactly. You, 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 you're talking about some people who are dedicated and they're targeting other you. That's why you got people who are dedicated when it comes to exposing their They must be making some serious money, man. Oh, some of them are. Listen, some of them are, man. Some of them, they got some nice cars. Let me tell you. 
That's true. You're right, because when I be going out there, I be seeing some, like, yeah, they got, yeah, got some nice cars, man. Let me tell you. There's this dude on this block I had. This was out in Austin. The kid's mother, the two youngest, she live on Martensky in Brooklyn between Slapish and Bedford, right? Yo, they got this dude out here. He got a Bentley, right? He got a two-door Bentley, right? This is, I mean, you know, you expect you to see a Bentley maybe out in Long Island, Manhattan somewhere and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, not in no Brooklyn neighborhood like the neighborhood like this. This ain't no ultra rich neighborhood and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? The dude got that's a, a good point. He got, got like a sore thumb with that. Right yeah, dude, dude. Yeah, exactly. Dude got a Bentley and he got one of those Mercedes Benz that cost like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh nah, man. That's it. That's bad obvious. Like, yeah, and I was like, I, and he's living in the on this block. I'm like, and in an apartment building too. And it's oh, not nah. even like a. And it's not even like a one. Well, it's not even like a a big risky apartment. It's like it's an apartment building where you have uh, a lot of um, you know uh, Section Eight people okay. living. I got you in there. And then there's cops. The cops are always up in there. Okay, either the cops or ambulances or fire trucks. They're always coming there. Joe, you ever had to back, man? I gotta ask you this, man. You ever had that happen where the fire department rolls up into your building and there's just one one fireman goes up all the way up to the the roof and then comes back down? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, this was happening to me like years ago, and I didn't. Of course, I had no idea what the fuck was going on. I used to think it was a false alarm. Somebody called and and prank called them to come over or some shit like that. Because you know, kids will be kids and they do stupid shit like that. But then I started realizing that that shit was happening more and more, and it just didn't make sense. Like, yo, why the fuck these fire trucks are parked on my block like that? And then they go into my building. The only building they go into is my building, and they go up. They just said one fireman to go all the way up to the roof and then come back down. They're they targeting you, man. That's what it is. They're targeting they they, Listen, they do the same thing on my block, right? Every every tunnel, like if I'm going out somewhere, fire trucks park up side. If I'm coming back, fire trucks park up side. You know, uh, even like they, if you look at one of my videos, I was taping out the window here and there was a fire truck outside, right? So, you know, I was, I'm looking at the fire truck for like 10 minutes, right? None of them never got out their car, right? Because they didn't see me. And I was hiding. I was like, you know, let me see, the, you know. The, but then I was like, okay. So now I was like, I'm going to let them see me, right? The minute I let them see me, guess what? Three of them came out of their fire trucks, right? Remember, they were out there for 10 minutes now, right? It wasn't, if it was an emergency, they would have been in the building, right? So they go, so then this dude come out of the building, right, that they went into. They just they just went into the the the, not even the lobby of the building, but the building has a two doors. They have the one door at the front, they have another door to get it. They just went into that space between the two doors, walked right back out, climbed, climbed into their fire truck, and they drove away. Wow. Okay? Some bullshit. And, yeah, and then, then on top of that, so there was another time when they were parked up on the block, right? Two of them, two fire trucks, right? They didn't go into any of the buildings, but they had the CB radio out loud, really, really loud, right? And you can hear them talking on the radio and shit like that. And I'm like, I'm like, is it, why is it me for all that shit? Nobody want to hear all that shit. Why they have that? But again, it's all part of the target. All part of the target. You know. Campaign. All part of the target. 
when I saw your video, man, the first time, I couldn't believe I was like, no way. I was like, this guy has the identical shit. How the fuck is this possible? Then I started feeling a little more at ease because I'm like, well, I ain't alone. You know, that's a usual exactly. typical feeling from a T.I. to find the, the other. The tactics are the same. Listen, the tactics are the same, right? So for some, some targets, they may do it less, you know, depending, yeah. on where, depending on where they live. Right, right. They, they may do True less. And for other targets, they they'll they'll do it more. You know, like particularly, like I said, when I over at my house where I'm at in Crown Heights, yo, they they used to have the fire trucks was like constant, constant, constant. If I the minute if I go to the store, fire trucks is coming outside. I go to leave. This is this is, this is how it, this is how it first begins, right? So it first begins with the synchronization, right? The minute I walked out of my apartment building, there's a fire truck coming down the block, right? Sirens loud, they go on really mad fast, and you know they go on, What they do is like there's a fire where I live at. Uh, there's a fire truck, a firehouse about three blocks uh, up, right? Three or four blocks up, but they're very short blocks, right? And so when I'm leaving to go to work, they come out, all that noise and all and shit like that. Synchronization, you know. All right, I get out the, I go into the train station. Get out of the train station, come out of the train station in the city, fire trucks driving by. Okay? And, and also, there was a fire house right next to my job, right? So, this was perfect for them, right? Then I go out to lunch. Fire trucks again, right? Holy shit, man. I come back from lunch. Fire trucks again. Okay? Back to back. I, I leave work to go home. Fire trucks. Get out of the train station, walking my way home. Fire trucks. They were hitting Happen. you hard. Hard. I mean, hard. The middle of the night, if I get up to take a piss, police sirens, you know, whoop, whoop, like that. The minute I wake up, get out of bed, whoop, whoop, very low frequency, right? Then I would be walking home sometimes, and then, you know, at that time, they had, uh, um, they had, they were using the sirens there. They were, they were actually testing the sirens out on me. The, the new sirens that, that when you when they uh, turn it on, it, it affects your nerves, right? It, it, it has like a very it has a very deep sound, and like and a wailing, like a wailing. Yeah, um, I'm not really, yeah, kind of like a wailing, but it's like a deep sound. So that when you hear it and it hits you, you know you're you're you're, you're you become nervous. Okay. Right. Okay. So and they just actually um, you you can Google it. Google. Police sirens that affect your nerve. And so back in 2002, 2003, they were testing those things out on me. Okay, and they just started, they just approved for police use a couple of years ago. But years before that, they were using those sirens on me. And, um, uh, who's the guinea pig so, for it? Yeah, let me tell you something, man. Uh, I mean, they, let me tell you, they, they, in the beginning, they did a job on me. They, they did a job on me, man. Let me tell you. No, so Nigel, this this, this doesn't have this targeting shit. This ain't new. This this shit is like it this goes is back. Like, this is not new. To, to the fifties, sixties, and it goes shit. Back, well, in the fifties and sixties, it was majority. It happened a lot in the, within the police precincts and stuff like that because a lot of members were KKK. So this this originated with the KKK, right? The Ku Klux Klan. Right, in terms of the you know, the the spreading of the rumors and having the police target you, they'll go into your job, 
getting you fired from your job. You can't pay. All that, yeah, that all has, you know, KKK in a footprint. What right? about COINTEL Pro, though? And then COINTEL Pro, COINTEL Pro is more of, let's discredit. Genetic of Hoover, FBI shit. Right, let's, let's, let's discredit, let's, let's set up, let's frame, let's blackmail. You know, see, the KKK was not about blackmailing you. And, you know, the police thought that, you know, they wasn't, they, they're not going to, it wasn't about setting you up. They would just kill you for whatever reason or they'd throw you there for whatever reason. They didn't need it. You know what I'm saying? Because back then, they knew that, you know, the judge and the jury were going to be all white. So they didn't even got to set you up. They could just tell a lie you, get you arrested, and get you thrown in jail with, you know, people just lying on you, just like that. Quantum Pro was about destroying uh, movements from the inside. Right. Okay? Infiltrating them. And Infiltrating them, them. Sabotaging them. Being right, sabotaging them, stuff like that, and you know, uh, setting them up so that they can keep it, you know, drugging them, and then taking pictures of them having sex with women, and then go home and blackmail them, you know, to their wives. Say, listen, you know, if you don't do as we say, if you don't drop out of politics, if you don't, if you don't start running for mayor or running for office, then we're going to release these pictures to the public, and they'll see that you're a cheater and all this stuff, right? That's what they did with Porter Pro, okay? And so here you have a program that takes these, all these things that was that happened in the past into one, right? And on top of that, the use of the directed energy weapon, the use of mind control weapons, uh, the use of microchipping, you know, they, so they, this is a whole new program that's, that's, that involves directed energy weapons and microchipping all into one. Wow. Okay? So what about Obama's brain initiative? And the behavior modification. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's exactly what they've been doing to us for a decade. So then, basically, it's the same thing as being a TI. Just they just put another right, name right. on it. Now, 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 now is that now they, tr- I guess, trying to make it they try to make it legal. You know? oh, okay, yeah, because Obama done signed a couple of executive orders, letting them know that yeah, he's he's uh, backing up. Congress is going to back up the money for the support for the behavior modification and the brain initiative to continue. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is fucked up because that's the TI right there. Yeah, I think I think I think Obama himself has been heavily conditioned. He's heavily brainwashed. Oh yeah, of course. Huh? Of course he has. He has to be. He has to be because you don't get into that far into the program where you become president unless you're playing by their rules and how they mm-hmm. want you to. Because if you look at his, his advisor, his advisor is a big new Brzezinski. If mm-hmm. you look into who that man is and what his ideologies are and how he thinks and his beliefs and all that shit, you'll be like, whoa, that's yeah. where, that's the brains behind Obama right there. That's yeah. what's causing him to, you know, push forward to the Zionist movement and whatnot. Yeah. It's crazy, man. I, I still can't believe that to this day, how many people that I've realized are targeted. And I didn't know nothing about it until YouTube. That's why the internet, I'm going to say it again, man, you know, if it wasn't for your videos and other people's too, because I didn't just look at your videos, I got to be fair and say those other videos, but yours I connected with more because it's here in New York City where I'm from, right. born and raised, mm-hmm. and more than likely going to die here because I choose to. Anyway, being that I saw you going through that shit that I'm going through. I'm like, whoa, that shit just hit me that much deeper. But then there's other cats out there, man. I don't know if you ever heard of this guy, um, Nigel. He's in California. His, he goes by Nappy Head Roots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that brother right there, man. He's also another real brother, man. He's a real T.I. too, man. Because you got to watch these fake T.I.s too, man. They got a lot of fakers well, yeah, out here, yeah. man. Uh, listen, I've, I've done shows about that too, and I always, I always say you got you to gotta watch them because, you know, they will reveal their true self when they think that they got the upper hand when it comes to them targeting you, right? And that's why you always got to uh, always be prepared, okay? And, you know, uh, this guy, Mark Rich, right, he talks about that in his, uh, one of his, uh, he has a, uh, he, does, he created a PDF called The Hidden Evil. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. But yeah, I heard he talks, he, yeah, he, if he, if he really, he talks about how, you know, some of these uh, so-called uh, infiltrated within the TI community, how they really are, and how they will reveal themselves when they think that they can get you into trouble or, you know, or they think they have the upper hand when they're targeting you, and they will reveal themselves. And I've experienced that. I've experienced that. I've gone I, to I TI meetings. To you. Right. I, let, let me tell you something, man. I've gone to TI meetings where I was targeted by a particular person who claimed to be a, a target, and I didn't say nothing. You know what I'm saying? I just observe it. See, that's one of the things about me is that I'm very observant and I and I like to observe things. I don't say I'm nothing. The same exact way, I, just, I just like to observe I'll observe the the people I'm around, how they behave and all that. And you know, and they'll tell me whether or not I can find with you or not. You know? Right. And so this person was particularly particularly targeting me and I was like, Okay, so the second meeting I went back and she was doing the same thing too, so I thought I was doing the same thing to her. I thought I didn't say this to her, and all of a sudden, she, you know, all of a sudden, you can, you can feel the tension, you know, and then she starts to, like, want to snap at everything I say, and I was like, what the hell is wrong with you? I was like, you need to just back the hell up, you know? So I had to let her know that right now that it ain't happening. You ain't going to think, you ain't going to try to, you know, talk to me and try to belittle me in any way. I was like, you better back the hell up. And, um, you know, after that, that was it. Yeah. Hey, yo, Nigel, um, I'm going to... Uh, Get off the subject for a minute, but um, I need a, actually I was gonna get a, a Sigma um, seventeen seventy. I have the Sigma seventeen fifty. You think it's wise to get a to, to get a seventeen seventy? Yeah, I really wanted a twenty four seventy, but the um, the seventeen seventy comes is is, is actually a two point eight. Seventeen. Well, I mean it's it's it's. It's fine, you know, uh, if it's 2.8, it's fine. Um, you know, you, you just got to, you got to, you, you got to more, with the, well, with the 1770, you got to worry about more distortion on the, on the wide end. So, right. you know, you're going to get a little bit more distortion as opposed to just having like a 17 millimeter lens by itself or a 12 to 17 millimeter where they control the distortion a little bit better. But the 24 to 70 is probably uh, a good lens to have. Um, yeah, that's true. If, you, if, you, if you're doing something like, if, if, like yeah, 800 like, bucks. Nah, if you, get the, if you get the Sigma one, it shouldn't cost that much. The Sigma, nah, the one I have, the one I have, I think I paid like $500 for it. But, you know. Sigma, you should, wait, 20, 2470. Um, yeah, look for look actually, look 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 for the look for the um the older version of that lens. You know, the newer version is probably going to cost you a little bit more. But look for the older yeah, version. Yeah, the newer version is is like like eight hundred bucks. Yeah, look for the older version of that lens, and um, you know, you probably get it for a lot cheaper. Yeah, there's the older version um for around like four hundred, but it's it's a used one. It's not new. 
I don't think they, well, I don't think they look, carry. Look, look at the grade. Look at look at what kind of what kind of grade they give it. Yeah. Oh, I, I was actually just thinking about maybe just getting like a um, like either uh, a twenty-eight millimeter because it's gonna be a twenty-eight is probably gonna be around like thirty. It's thirty-eight or a thirty millimeter, but it's thirty-eight on my our crop sensor because uh, you know, those are prime lenses. So on the crop sensor, it'll, it'll like a nah, for, uh, the, for the type of photography you do, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend you getting a, uh, um, that prime lens. You know, the zoom or eighty mil, or eighty-five millimeter. Uh, well, it, 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 yeah, but that's you know that's going to be very close up though. You know, here. Yeah. But like I said, the twenty-four to seventy, the twenty-four to seventy is probably your best bet, and uh, you know you can get it used. It doesn't really. You know, if it, if it has a, if it has a good grade on it, then you can get it. You know, because they usually rate it. They usually rate it if it's even though it's used, usually rated as if it's, it's an excellent condition, good right. uh, yeah. condition. Yeah, uh, mint or near mint. Yeah, near mint. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah you can get it. All right. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. So it's just it's kind of crazy though when you think about um, just you know just the the. The way this government has been, and um, you know, I was reading up on the um, the um, Armenian genocide, which was, you know, of course, you know, if you notice, most of our, our most of our closest allies, or a lot of them, our closest allies have been, especially in that region, have committed some of the worst <laughs> atrocities on the planet, like. I mean, Turkey. Turkey is... is yeah, well, is, well look, look, look. The United States have committed some of the worst atrocities in in, yeah. in, in world history. So it's nothing... For real. Insane. It's like, you know, they try to make it seem like America is so, you know, uh, you know, the mor- mo- so moral in this world. When America has committed some of the worst, worst atrocities, you know, uh, known to mankind. Okay? I mean, it didn't happen. It may not have happened... Uh, you know, in the the twentieth century or the you know in the twenty first century, but you know they've they've done and they've done a lot. They've listen, they've they've overthrown, they've basically gotten rid of elected governments of other countries and replaced them with dictators who brutally murdered and kill, you know, murdered, kill, rape, you know, their their civilian population. Okay, and so you know when this country talks, one of Talk about you know other nations and the the, the human rights violations. You know, America needs to look at its own history on human rights violations. Okay, and the same thing as China just said to them, you can't you can't want to dictate to us about human rights when you have black people in America facing racism and being killed every single day by a white police officer. Okay, until you deal with that internally, you know, then you can come to us and talk about human rights violations. So please. All right. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it's it's true. It's true, and that's the thing that that's the thing that killed. You know, like all these. You know, you, you remember when Obama was running for office? You had Jeremiah Wright. He was talking about the chickens coming home to roost, and they all got upset. Oh, this and that, and such. But it's the damn truth. It's the damn truth. You know what I'm saying? It is the truth. The chicken has come home. They come home to roost. When you go into other countries and you arm, you know, these rebels, these so-called rebels, because you know you don't want the Soviets there. Okay. But you arm these so-called rebels. Well, these, I mean, these guys are basically religious, you know, extremists, okay, 
Yes, they, yes, they, they, they drove the Russians out of Afghanistan, but look what happened. Look what happened. Now you subjected the people to a brutal uh, uh, Taliban government, right? They beheaded people. They, 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 they do all the stuff to women. They took away women's rights, all that stuff, right? All that stuff. But it's okay because you know what? The Russians are not there now, right? right. When, you, when, you, when you start, when you lie uh, to get into a war with Iraq, and and you kill Saddam Hussein. One, one thing America didn't understand, as much as they talk about Saddam Hussein, but Saddam Hussein knew how to deal with certain types of people within his country because he knew the mentality of those people, right? He knew the mentality of those people, okay? Right. And now that he's now that he's gone, those those people who the government talk about Saddam was very repressive with. Those are the same people who are attacking American uh, forces and stuff like that in Iraq, okay? Right. So please, you know, uh, look at uh, Gaddafi, right? So they have overthrow Gaddafi. Libya was such a beautiful country under yeah. Gaddafi. Yes, he was right. a dictator. Yeah, yeah, he was a dictator. But, you you know, but he wasn't, a, you know, a, a dictator in terms of, you know, he didn't, he, you know, like he, 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 he didn't take he, care of his people. He took care of his people. He took care of his people. He took care of his people, and, you know, he built up Libya to be beautiful, right? Now, then, then what happened? Because, you know, he didn't want to have any interest in Western uh, corporations coming into Libya and, right. and robbing it of its natural resources. And also, he wanted to help the rest of He saw Africa as a whole. He didn't see Libya as part of, a, of, of not part of Africa, as part of the Middle East. Gaddafi understand African history. So he knew that Africa as a whole, African people need to come together, whether you're from the so-called Middle East, whether you're from South Africa, whether you're from Nigeria. He wanted to have Africa to form the African Union with his own money, with his own world, with his own banking system, his own, you know, uh, with, uh, he was building one of the biggest well, yeah, Africa to supply water, to supply not, water. Not building, he built it. He built it. It was one okay. month, one and one. They were doing the cleanup because in one month they were supposed to make the big uh, unveiling. Um, prior, one month before, prior to his death, and they killed that man. They destroyed Libya. Look what happened in Libya right now. Yep. Look what happened in Libya right now. And they effed okay. up because now they can't even get a piece of Libya. They want exactly. the water all in the exactly. gold, and they can't even get that. They can't get it. They can't get nothing. So. Is it true that part of that too was because he didn't want to accept the American dollar anymore? He wanted like yeah, gold. he wanted the yeah he wanted because he was relying on the American dollar system and he wanted to create their own banking system. They want oh wow, God! So you know what these people must have thought? They said, "Oh no, he got to go." Yeah, yeah, but not only that because you know Gaddafi when he was when the the, the um the World Bank wanted to finance the aqueduct product, but he um project, but he said, "Heck no." He says, screw you, we got our own money, we got oil, we got gold, yeah, we got plenty of other minerals that we're, you know, we have, the money that we make from the oil is what we're going to use to build this aqueduct and, 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 and lake system. And, and, and they did it without, without the World Bank's help. Now, that's to tell you, you know, America wants, uh, the Western, Western, see, what people don't understand, they talk about, Oh, Africa is such a thorough country. Africa, Africa is poor. Africa is the richest Africa, continent. Man, you should see, you the should richest see what they, 
Africa is the richest continent on this planet, right? The richest continent has has more natural resources than any other continent. Look at China right now. You should see what they're doing in in Nigeria. You think you think Dubai is is beautiful? What do you see? It's it's, it's called New City in Nigeria. And this place is beautiful. Yeah, the Chinese. Like, yeah, but the Chinese will. The Chinese. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. And I don't blame any African uh, leader for partnering with the Chinese because at least with the Chinese, the country they, they, they is give being developed. The country. <laughs> yeah. The country is being developed, right? Whereas yeah. with Western with Western companies, right? Western companies, Western corporations, yeah. is that. They take the resources and don't give anything back to the Africans. Yeah, and they undermine the, the, the and they the, undermine the, the government. Whereas the Chinese, what they're doing is that yeah, they're investing in Africa, right? But they're also getting you know that trade for nat- for the natural resources, okay? Right. But at least they're giving back. They're helping uh, create cities, the roads, bridges, all that stuff to modernize Africa, okay? And and you know look at you know what happened with President Mugabe. In um, in it is in, in Nigeria. Uh, in, no, Zimbabwe. Yeah, right, Zimbabwe. He he's like yo. He told all the white people. He's like yo, y'all gotta go. He's like, we're gonna take back the land that y'all stole. We're gonna give it to the rightful owners. Okay. And you know, I was watching this video where this he went in with the um the this, this, this black farmer. His family had owned the land before the whites came in. Yeah, but Mugabe's an idiot because most of those people did not know how, did not know how to farm the land. That's why most of no, them they ran out of food. Yeah, but I mean, they, they are, yeah. But you know they'll learn. They'll 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 learn. But the fact is that he he was like he was like he told he told the, the wife he's like you gotta go. He's like if you want to stay on the land, you can stay on the land, but you're gonna rent it from me. And the guy was like, but he had to go. Soldiers came, picked his ass up, and I don't blame him. Look. You know, as uh, you know, when these people act like if the land is theirs when they came in and they stole the land, and then not also that, but you know, when you start treating the people bad too, it's like it's like how fucked up is that? First of all, you stole the land, and then you come and you want to treat the people bad, okay? And you, and 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 so when you know, when he was like, yo, he was like, get out. He's like, we don't need y'all. Get out. And you know, I don't blame him. Because of the situation that's happening and have happened in 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 outside all these African nations, that's what they need. That's what they need to start doing. That's what they need to start doing. You know, take back the land, okay, or at least say, okay, you know what? If you want to stay on this land, you're not going to own it. But you know, you can tell your farmer, but you need to pay the rightful owner. Okay, if the rightful owner want their land back. They're gonna get their land back, okay? And so, I mean, oh, come on, you look at what they were doing in South Africa, man. How they were creating viruses to exterminate mm-hmm. black people in South Africa. How fucked yeah. up is that? How fucked up is that? You know, what's the documentary? Doctors of Death, South Africa. What they were doing? What developing biological oh. chemical weapons to put into the water? It gives us into it. That goes into the township, the poor township in Johannesburg and South Africa and Soweto, right? They exterminate the black people there. Okay, this is this is this is that's to show you the mentality of people, right? Certain types of people, the mentality 
that they were willing to do that, to exterminate the majority of people in their own country. How fucked up is that? How fucked up is that? So what happened to us with TIE? How fucked up is that also? Who's the what we're going through here? It's supposed to be a civilized uh, country, right? It was to be a civilized country, but we can see time and time again that people were stooped to their lowest animal instinct. Okay? The lowest animal instinct. So, you know, that's the problem with white supremacy. That's the problem with white supremacy. Or any any group of people that think they're, you know, they're superior to others. Well, as you know, as 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 targets, these people think that they're more morally, uh, uh, um, you know, righteous. I guess. Yeah. You know, yeah. But look, look where they look where they get their morals from. Yep. As I say, as a, you know, the mentality is screwed. Screwed in such they, a way. Where they get their um, their morals from? Certainly, mm-hmm. you know, it, you know, when you when you don't respect human sovereignty, then you know you you. You become like the the like the, the the Nazi Germans, you know. It's like okay, um, yeah, you look like me. You may bleed and like me and shit and eat like me, but you're not like me, <laughs> you know. You're like even though you know we have the same body, but you're no, you're like a you're 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 like an animal lower than me, lower than a dog. You know, well, that's, that's, how how that's how that's how I that's how I look at at my purpose. I I don't look at them. I look at them like, the, you know, like I always say, I look at them like cockroaches, you know, saying that, you know, they all, that, you know, when, it's, when, the light is, when the light is not on them, when, they're, when they think that they have the, uh, you know, uh, anonymity, you know, how they, how they you know, they, they're together and they attack you, right? But the minute you put that flashlight on and you shine the light on their ugly ass, and they just start scattering, okay? Hmm. They, just, they just start scattering, and you got to step on them. And that's how I look at my perps. I look at these perps as as cockroaches that you step on. Okay, I don't look at them as 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 human beings. That's why, you know, I could be walking on the street, they could be targeting me and they can get hit by a damn car. I wouldn't even get out the car to help the bad. I just I just look my head on like damn fool. I just drove away. Okay? Because they'll do the same thing to you. They'll do the same thing to you or not. Okay, if we get a target we get in the car and get hit by a car, they won't come to help us. Please. They'll keep walking. Uh, I don't respect none of them. None. I, I, you know, the ones that are in my son's school, I don't respect them at all. Please. You know, that school is heavily infiltrated. And you get to see how society is heavily infiltrated with this mentality. That these people have. Heavily, heavily infiltrated. All aspects of society. All right, well, on that note, I am going to say good night. Yep. Finally, finally got this girl to go to sleep. You know, she went to bed early, you know, hoping that she would sleep for that entire night, but she got up. Finally going back to sleep. All right, brother, man. It's been a pleasure, man, talking to both of you guys, man. Have a good night, man. And your yeah, night. Listen, man, you're in New York, man. We, we got to link up. Definitely. No, I definitely want to do that. We got to link up, man. I'm going to do that, man, because that's the thing. I try to hit you up on your Hotmail, and I don't know what's going on, man. You're not receiving it, so it's like we're going to have to 
listen, send it to my send it to my Google account. My Google account is uh, Nigel Nicholson ten at at gmail dot com. Okay, hold on, I'm gonna write that down. S- send it there, and I'll look Nigel, out for it. Nigel Nicholson. Yeah, N I G L N I C H O L S O N ten at gmail. Is that ten as the number ten? Yeah, the number ten at gmail. All right, all of them are lo- lowercase letters, or does it matter? Lowercase, all lowercase. Got it. I'll try again that way, brother. All right, man. Have a good night, man. And yo, you already know, Nigel, man. Keep your head up, man. You you, you gotta. You you part of the movement, man. That started this whole thing, man. You you you're gonna have to like try to maintain as much as possible, brother. To not I, listen. Like, I listen. I tried it, man. You got you know. Like I said, I I got three kids I'm taking care of. I know. I know. You know I got I a whole. That. I got family members that target the wazoo out of me. I got a baby mother that target me whenever, you know, okay. Uh, okay. they tell her to. I understand that. What I'm trying to let you know is the motivation factor to not let that shit, like, put you in a corner, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, let yourself, yeah. like, ah. Uh, because I understand you got a back, like, your back is fucked up. They target yep. your back. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I'm I'm up on all this stuff. Your three children. Uh, and I do understand, man. Trust me. I can't relate to it, but I do understand. And I have to keep, you know, we all have to give you that outlook as far as, like, okay, this brother, you know, he's a father. He's being targeted as well. He's not a, a spring chicken anymore. You know, that's the truth. Yeah, exactly. you know what I'm <laughs> so, I, no, I respect yeah, that. You know, you're what right. you know I, I respect that. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is this, though. You're needed. Yeah. Don't forget yeah. that. You're needed. That's all. And keep uh, that as a motivating factor in your mind to once in a while check up on, you know, do your yeah. little shows and stuff like yeah. that. Make your videos and stuff like that just so we know you're good, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That you're still out there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. That's all. Definitely a fan. All right, man. You have a good night. You too, brother. All right.